0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I am Chance Ellison. I am Russell Howe, and this is by Chance, the show. We like all things movies, television, news, streaming, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, this is it. This is the final installment of this year's movie March. It's the last Hunger game Games movie we will ever review until the prequel comes out at some point. Uh, this is the Hunger Games: Mockingjay Part Two. <laughs>
1: Oof. What is it about the last uh, installment of these franchises that are rough, man? I don't
0: know. We'll, 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 I don't know. We'll get there. But it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not ending on a we're not ending on a high note, we're more like ending on a pfft. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we have we have a ton of stuff to get again today. First but first of which though, Russell, we got a big big announcement here on the on the on the channel. We have our first sponsor
1: yeah um yeah i was really really excited to secure this um i just was a fan of the uh the whole idea um if if you know our listeners here it's uh, love to get media so if you guys go to love to meet uh, it would be love to you guys uh the listeners here if you guys enter your uh enter the coupon code notorious you guys can get ten dollars off a subscription box basically what they do is they ship uh like gently used media so like vinyl records you can get Pretty much two records, starting at 19.99 a month, and then you, they have different tiers. But you get 10 dollars off of that by using the promo code Notorious. Um, they have video games, they have movies. Some of the movie things are really really cool. Like they have like a bunch of boxes. If you got a shot to check it out, um, they just have different tiers again. It just depends on what you want to spend a month. Um, they have standard DVDs in their uh, pile. They have. Um, like a twenty-five pack of uh, DVDs mixed with Blu-rays, um, and then if you want to go big, they have forty pack of monthly movies, Blu-rays only for ninety-nine ninety-nine, which is, I mean, that's still you figure that's almost like what a little bit over two dollars. I mean, if you Blu-ray, think about it. Still, it if
0: you think about it. That's like what? It's how, 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 how many Blu-rays a month? If you would do it like a. T- a tier, like the the top tier they have for
1: movies is a 40, 40-pack uh, 40 of, of monthly movies for ninety nine ninety nine. Oh, oh, my um, God. ninety nine ninety nine. And you're getting $10 off of it, so you're only spending $89 for 40, 40 Blu-rays. Like, I mean, you,
0: you think about it. The average cost of Blu-rays is, what, $20, 25 Yeah. That's so 40 that's, Blu-rays. Uh, and again, you, for, well, it's, four, yeah. it's 40 Blu-rays for the cost of four. You're getting, 10, you're getting 10 times the amount of Blu-rays you get if you go to the store and, and bought them, you know. Bought them, you know, from from like the regular place. But you go this place, you get you get more, you get more value, bang for your buck. But even then, you got all these different tiers, yeah, you got all kinds of boxes. If you like video games? They have video game boxes. This is a really cool subscription service. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I said, if you go to lovedigamemedia dot com and enter the code Notorious, you'll get ten percent off, not 10%, ten percent, ten dollars off your first box. but so they have a they have a box here, <coughs> movie box. It's for uh nineteen ninety nine. You enter that promo code, that's gonna save you getting that whole box for ten yeah you can't beat that that's, that's literally a, d- a buck a movie and yeah that's, that's value and hey if you're, if you're you know if you say like say you had a move or something or say you had like sort of an accident where you tragically lost all your DVDs well guess what this, this is how you start to re- this is how you start to rebuild absolutely so, so yeah we want to thank Love to Game Media again go to lovetogainmedia.com use the promo code notorious for $10 off your first order and uh, yes we want to thank them for sponsoring this episode absolutely all right. So moving on to the regular show, first of which we are talking about uh, the NFL free agency is still going. Um, we had still some, a thing. We had not. We didn't have any like drastic move. Well, okay, until today, but we didn't have like as far as players go. We didn't have any drastic moves. First of all, like Kenny Galladay, uh, thankfully, got out of Detroit. He's like, yeah, I'm not. Gonna. <laughs> you saw the writing on the wall. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, oh, no, we're done. <laughs> uh, he's he's signed a. I'm f- I'm surprised he got this good a deal. Uh, four years, seventy two million dollars. That's a lot. Yeah. Where did he end up going? Uh New
1: uh New York, the Giants. Yeah, I mean, I guess they have the room. They don't really have much talent on the offensive side minus Barkley, but they have the room. I but mean, hey, you
0: keep you keep in mind, he's also like twenty seven.
1: Yeah, you're really freeing up. I mean, you're you're spending a lot on a guy who's like really at the back end of his career coming up. Because you know, thirties is old in football. So yeah, yeah that's that's kind of crazy. it's that, super crazy. But he got out of Detroit. That's a sinking ship, and going to another sinking ship. So yeah, not quite sure. But.
0: Although honestly, I'm I'm most i most excited to watch of any team next offseason, or next season. I'm maybe most excited to watch Detroit <laughs> just because of one because of one reason. Dan Campbell, <laughs> their new yeah. head coach. Did, did you see like his press conference, his first one? Uh-uh. What, oh, uh what no because <laughs> like he's like, talking about like we're tough you knock us down we're gonna get back up and're back up we're gonna bite your kneecaps off was like and like what the fuck are you talking about like honestly get the guys from, if yeah. the lions, the lions can go either 16 and0 or O 16 neither would surprise me yeah it, it's it's
1: funny because like you might as well get the guys that, from the movie the replacements to fill in that uh, yeah, roster I mean, in Detroit man
0: I mean what what, what is what does Jared Goff
1: have now?
2: <laughs>
0: Yeah, nobody. I nobody. mean, it's it's crazy. So yeah, yeah, we'll see we'll see how that goes. Um recent recently uh Bears cornerback Kyle Fuller, he, he just landed in uh Denver again, play, playing for the Broncos next season, signed a one-year 9.5 million dollar deal. Uh, shocking one to me, uh the Rams signed Deshaun Jackson. To Yeah. Uh, details didn't come out, but I'm assuming this is a one-year deal. It has to be because he's be. I mean, again, he's He's yeah, but
1: he's an old vet. But I mean, he's like not even yeah. He's been hopping around from team to team since his obviously his stardom days in Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, uh, speaking of the Giants roster, uh, Giants also signed uh, former Titans cornerback Dory Jackson. He's there also again. No no contract details. Uh, oh, goat signing right here. <laughs> uh, in a city that is having God knows how much quarterback trouble, they just signed maybe the answer, Joe Flacco. One. Which I thought the Niners uh, they
1: didn't sign him. I guess I, I should yeah, make a I, I heard that correction too. on last, last podcast. Um I said that they he had signed. I thought he had signed. Apparently they were interested in. So that was my fault.
0: Yeah. Uh, but either way, Lang and Philly gonna be gonna be com- competing with Jalen Hurts for the starting job. Um, oh boy! How oh, surri- the mighty have fallen. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, T. Y. Hilton decided to stay in Indianapolis. I could have sworn yeah. I would I was willing I would have bet money he would have gone somewhere else. Seriously,
1: especially with losing two two quarterbacks within two years of each other, you're like a oh.
0: Yeah. Uh signed a one year, ten million dollar deal. Uh New England New England hero, Malcolm Butler. Uh signed yeah, a signed a deal with the Cardinals. Uh, no details, no counter details on that. Uh, and last big, well, last two play, big player signings. First of all was Leonard Fournette uh, decided to uh, agree to come back to the Buccaneers, one year, four million dollar deal, which is about what a guy like Leonard Fournette should, should be making.
1: I mean, again, not a, not a surprise. Uh, you know, uh, they're trying to get the band together to see if they can repeat. I mean, it makes sense that there there's minimal risk involved with a, a one year contract. So that's, I mean, it's 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 smart on Tampa Bay's thing, and if. Hey, I mean, if they write it out, they can always do it again at that age. You can just ride them out year by year. So, I mean, it's 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 a good move for him.
0: Uh, we also had uh, Sammy Watkins, Chiefs receiver Sammy Watkins, signing with the Baltimore Ravens. And they were interested in a receiver because they did try to sign Juju, gave him like a thirteen million dollar deal, maybe multiple years. Yeah. But he declined to stay in Pittsburgh, so I guess the next, I guess this is the next best thing. Uh, yeah, Sammy Watkins, which he kind of quiet. Uh, yeah, a dude who doesn't, he's not. Doesn't, doesn't make a whole lot of noise as much noise as he used
1: to no i mean he made noise when he made it now it's it's more of like a uh, i don't even know like a maybe like a, a light cough or something like you know what i mean it's like <laughs> it's, it's it's not as much like it's it's like library quiet it's, it's, um, it's not it's not
0: a yeah. it's more like a yeah.
1: huh. it's like it's clearing your throat it's like hey guys yeah. uh, i'm hey I'm guys still here. i'm here i'm here to I'm here to catch one pass for, like, 10 yards, and that's pretty much it. Basically. But, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. They're, yeah. They're basically, like, like uh, Ocho Cinco with, in, his, uh, in, in his tenure with the Patriots. Uh, oh, but yeah. oh, man. Wow. What a
1: waste of talent, too. I mean,
0: it, it happens to everybody. Yeah. Unless you're Tom
1: Brady. But yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Literally everybody. Hey, Tom Brady. Tom, the, the, the fall will come, Russell. The fall will come, and you're going to be eating those words. It's going point.
1: to, dude. I know. I know. I know. I-
0: uh, um, like, I, I guarantee, you, like, if we see like one really bad season of Brady football, he, he uh, can't it quits. God, it'll be,
1: dude, it's gonna be like, it'll be like like game five, a random game, a divisional game, like game five or six of the year, and like people are gonna be like, oh my god, he's awful,
0: he's gonna retire. <laughs> uh, and then the biggest, uh, biggest deals came with trades, mostly uh, asset trades, picks. My squad. Traded. My squad. Yeah, yeah. First of which, your squad. Uh, your yeah. squad, uh, they, they did some they did some damage. They You guys, the 49ers, 49ers, now have the third overall pick. Yeah, which is, I mean, I can see the reason in this, and
1: I'm going to tell you this why. Because they've signed, they did a great job. And, like, kudos, hats off to the front office there. Lynch and those guys, man, I'm telling you, they re-signed every single person, minus, I think, uh, Richard Sherman, but all the big defensive players re-signed, and they added some really good good talent so they're balanced in the, in the defensive side of the things, and I think they're really happy with what they have offensively. So really this draft pick uh, and, and giving up a couple of first-rounders there in the yeah. next couple of years to Miami really isn't going to hurt them because I think they're, they're built for the next couple of years. I think this is like a win-win situation for them.
0: So, what, so the deal was they got the third overall pick and extended the Dolphins to get the, their, number, their former number 12 overall pick. Yeah. Uh, their 2022 third round, 2022 first round, and first round 2023. Yeah. So they're mortgaging a bit, of, a bit of a, like their short term future on this yeah. number three pick. So it's, it makes me wonder, like, who they're going to take? Like, are they going to go for a receiver? Or are they going to go for a quarterback? I
1: think honestly, they're going to go quarterback. I think they're going to go with that kid from BYU.
0: Oh, uh, um, Zach Wilson.
1: Yeah, I just think he's going to be like one of those franchise. Like they see something special. I mean, Shanahan and Lynch must have something uh, conjured up here. But to me, it's like I would love to take. uh Adams from uh, Alabama, oh,
2: the oh, one, you know,
1: once. In a, oh, my God. The once in a lifetime talent, like reminiscence of Jerry Rice, man. I don't know how you can pass up a guy like that. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, and I believe somebody also was like, oh, did they make the trade up for maybe for Watson? They're going to have a package with that. I doubt it. Just because of the fact of everything that's going on with the allegations now, like a lot of people are coming out about it. I don't think the Niners want to get their hands dirty with that. I, I really
0: don't. You, you know, I mean, this is going to sound bad, but I mean, the team that's probably best equipped to do that is the Patriots. I mean, yeah, they yeah. they are no strangers to, bra- to bad press. Or
1: Vegas, Ve- uh, the Raiders or Vegas. Always, always welcome Vegas always welcome troublemakers. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like to me, it, it's it's this situation is really going to hurt Deshaun Watson, and it's a shame that. Uh, you know, a talented quarterback, young, talented quarterback who's only a couple years in the league uh, is is in this situation. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it's also just a shame he decided to be if this is true. Again,
1: if, if it's true, true, we don't know. No, no. But if I it's
0: think, true, if it's true, it's also a shame he decided to be a fucking dickhead. So, yeah, because so, I like yeah. I, 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 I like the Sean Watson. I really do.
1: I did, too. And I mean, I, you know, I really liked like
0: the way that he was
1: really transcending the game. It just it's, it's a shame if this does hold up to be true.
0: But uh, you know, people who are like, "Oh, it was I mean, the Dolphins? Dolphins cashed groups had a top uh, top ten pick, and then this happens because then they then traded to get the number six overall pick from Philadelphia. So basically, they got the we number six. They got the number six overall and number one fifty six overall, which should be like round what round? Round five? Round four? Yeah, late. But you know what? The chance they've already had. Like, look what they did
1: last year in the first round. They really started stacking up their team. Yeah." Um, and they and they were surprising they were a surprising hit this year so to me it makes sense there's again they have they like what they're doing and plus you have a number six pick so you you have like your pick of the litter for like a uh you know a good offensive weapon which is i, I think they're gonna go that route obviously they're gonna they're gonna put uh you know their uh, trust in tua which you know i i mean i would do too because you you know obviously wasted a draft pick a high draft pick on that so you don't want to waste you know you don't want to just come back and draft another quarterback and you not know, the Browns. So um yeah, we'll see what happens. I think they're gonna add an offensive stud.
0: Probably. So they had so then yeah. number six, number one fifty six overall. Uh Eagle get number twelve overall, one twenty three overall, and they gave them a their first from twenty twenty two, which they acquired from the forty ers So yeah, a lot Seems, of a lot of everything f- comes in full circle, the little interweaving here of uh, draft picks and, yeah, that's crazy. And the, Ra- interesting, and the Rams still five more years till they get a, a pick in the first round.
1: Dude, boy, they sold the, they sold the farm, man.
0: They, they, they're, sell, they're selling the farm, they're selling the crops before they even planted. Uh,
1: so, and they still made the playoffs last year, though, so we'll see what happens with uh, Stafford on board.
0: Still made it and still beat a legit team, so. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's it for uh, NFL, free, NFL uh, free agency talk. We now move on to our occurring segment, because I just want to talk about this movie. Uh, we're talking about oh the watch list. Moving, uh, you know, we're trying to catch up on movies we missed, or just things we just think we watch in general. And we both what saw a, a movie called Minari. This is a movie we talk about a lot when we talk about the Oscar nominations. Got a ton of nominations. I think got like six total.
1: I think six, yeah. Yeah. So
0: basically, this is a film about a Korean immigrant family basically just trying to make it in, our, in, in rural in Arkansas.
1: Yeah. And I think this is in the '80s, I believe. It is in the '80s because they yeah. did mention Reagan at some point. It's Reagan.
0: Reagan, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, and this is also just, just going to be us gushing about this movie for just like like five ten minutes because this movie <laughs> is fantastic.
1: Well, I mean, it's it packs a punch, man. It's it's like a, it's such an emo- emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Um, if you know the scene at the back end of the film, like you, you, you feel it. You're just like, oh my god! Like you feel every single beat of this film, and it's 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 fantastic.
0: Yeah, there's so much. I mean, first of all, the core family at the center of all. Oh, line absolutely. So it, it's just yep. a, like a well. It's a well acted unit between the film, like Stephen E. who the guy best Supporting, a best actor nomination. He's fantastic. And oh, it's, it's crazy because I. I, I it's that good? No, I
1: was gonna say no. He's phenomenal. I really hope, I and like we were talking, like we were gushing over this. I really,
0: I would be completely content with
1: with this thing sweeping uh, the Oscars.
0: Absolutely. I mean, just the he's it's crazy because like first time I saw him was on Walking Dead, and he's great in this season. Of the Walking Dead he was on it, but it's but like he's definitely American on that show. But you hear him, like he's he's a Korean immigrant. He has he speaks he speaks fluent Korean. He speaks yeah. Korean accent. He speaks English. But it's crazy when you listen to him. It's just like i s I've seen you speaking I've seen you speak English, but like I it feels to me I don't know if he's like actually like born Korean, but Yeah. I, I if, if this is a thing that this feels like he was born Korean and he learned English later, which if it did, props to him because he has no accent anymore. If if yeah. if this is not the case, if English is the first language he had to learn Korean after that, Pat's fucking off because he sound like I didn't see Stephen Yun, I saw Natural. I yeah. saw Jacob Yi. Um yeah. he's great. I thought the mother was fantastic. The grandmother. Yeah, my oh my lord. what I, I, I don't I, I want to get her name right. What was it? Uh Yeon, Young Yun Young. Uh or Yun Jung. She is yeah. she, she's bet now your best supporting actress. She's excellent in this film. Uh, yeah,
1: especially yeah, especially even when, you know, the back end of the film when things change with her a little bit. Um, Well, actually, I should say a lot of it. I mean, she's phenomenal. I mean, you you believe you believe what's going on. You know what I mean? Um, Just a man, such a great performance, and like I kind of like what you said. It's just that dynamic. It's just you know, it's him chasing the American dream to to provide for his family, to to succeed in America. You know what I mean? Yeah, and
0: you know what works yeah. about this family—the fact that they feel they feel real, like just the way that like they 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 talk to each other, like they, well, they'll yeah. like switch between, like the kids talk to each other in English because they were born in America, but like the like they'll speak to their parents in Korean. Parents speak to Korean to each other, like they do like a mix where like they say like one sentence in Korean, and the very next one's in English. Like it's a very yeah. real, real type interaction between between everyone in this family. I thought like I thought that was amazing. Um, yeah,
1: even in small things with like uh, when they're having an argument, the mom and dad, and they're sending paper airplanes that says, don't fight. Yeah. Like just stuff, like little small, little attention to detail, things like that. Um, really, it, it just feels natural. It feels like you're watching real life family on the screen. And I think that's the beauty of this film.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I think that, yeah, I think that the whole like American Dream aspect of this is fantastic. And just I'm trying to chase yeah. something that was just so, it was just so. For foreign family like that was like that was the that thing they were I think everyone came to America trying to chase. Mm -hmm. And it's just like it's just the capturing like the struggle of that.
1: Yeah, because you 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 know the the saying you have to to make money you have to spend money, but in that situation you don't have money. So like, you know, you're you're doing everything you possibly can to try to succeed without investing a whole lot of money into it. That's hard, you know, and um uh, you really
0: just yeah. The cinematography is amazing, the score The score by, is fantastic. Uh, this, yeah, scored by uh, Emil Emil Marceri. He is again scored last Black, last Black Man San Francisco last year. He did an excellent job on that film. He's an excellent job here. I don't think he's yeah. gonna win the Oscar, but he's gonna have a very long career. I, I look forward to seeing whatever he does next or hearing whatever he does Absolutely. next. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it means so many great moments. It's surprisingly funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, there are times like especially with the grandma being like non-grandma esque. Um, It's really funny with her and the grandson. They really have a really cute dynamic that you you'll see unfold. It's again, you just you you can't help but root for this family in the film. I mean, it just it's it's such a
0: you so badly want to see the e succeed.
1: Yeah, and it's such a touching film. It really is, and it's it is an emotional roller coaster. It really is because you when 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 they're feeling the highs, you feel it. When you feel the lows, you feel it. It's just it's it's a beautiful film.
0: Yeah, I mean. Maybe maybe I did a bad uh, maybe I did a bad uh, you know job of picking this to be my first, my first Academy of Watch movie because yeah. I, like yeah because it's like shit yeah actually, what, I'm, what, I'm where do excited, I man. where do I go from where do I go from here because of i have like, like, seen cause I've seen yeah, one two three four five I've seen five best pictures so far and this is and definitely this is definitely be, my favorite right now
1: it might be like I'm thinking I probably saw let's see promising young woman nomad land uh, this one, what other ones did I see? Uh, what other ones were nominated? I'm trying to think. I, uh, I know I didn't see The, it.
0: the Father, Judas and the Black Messiah. Judas and the Black Messiah, so that's four. S- Sound of Metal and Chicago 7.
1: Sound of Metal, I saw five, yeah. And I, I'll have to go with you on this one for sure. I would say this one, I would have like Nomadland maybe. Nomadland's at number, great. The, the two spot, I'd have Promising Young Women at the three spot right now. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah was fantastic too.
0: Yeah, so far it's a really good crop of best picture nominees for the year,
1: and I'm excited about the foreign films getting love. You know, that's oh, yeah. the, that's the big thing. Well, I mean, I'm that's really that, that's another thing.
0: That's a misconception about this film. This movie's not foreign. Let's just say this movie's not foreign. Well, which, which you is, know what which mean. which is funny because they actually did win best foreign language film at the Golden Globe. Was like watching this and yeah. was like, okay, how? Because I'm pretty sure like 30 to 40 percent of this is in English.
1: Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like the the bulk of what I guess the the main stuff, the main right, meat yeah. and potatoes of this film. Are in foreign uh, yeah. language. That's kind of where I was thinking with it. Right, right. No, 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 I know, what
0: I know. What yeah. mean. It's, it's, yeah. it, it's 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 stories of a you know stories in a foreign tongue, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But yeah, no. Uh, this is an absolute recommend from both of us. Um, oh yeah, for sure. It's it's playing in theaters right now. Getting getting a lot of traction because of Oscars. But I think yeah. you rent on iTunes for like twenty bucks. That's a a rent or buy on iTunes for like twenty bucks. I think. I, I think yeah, it's I, worth I.
1: Yeah, I primed it for nineteen bucks. It was one of those things where it was just my schedule really couldn't make it out to the theater. Really, I was I was free at night. I'm like, well, I'm just gonna watch this. So I had an hour and forty five minutes, two hours free. So I watched. It was fantastic.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely check out Minari. It's a great, great, great film. For sure. Uh, moving on to our, one of our regular segments. This is trailer talk. Uh, we have two trailers to talk about today. One big one, Ooh. and not so much. We're gonna get with the not so much one more. <laughs> Off of the bat first. <laughs> uh, first one we're talking about is Stoneway. So Stoneway is, an, is a uh, sci-fi thriller from Netflix. Uh, it's about a crew of a spaceship uh, potentially uh, headed to Mars. They discover an accidental Stoneway shortly after takeoff. Uh, you know, they're too far from Earth to turn back, and the resources are going really fast, so the, ship, the ship's medical researcher emerges as the only dissenting voice against the group consensus that is already decided in favor of a grim outcome. So it's basically like a space disaster, how many range. times
1: do you see this? Is, so, is the thing how so many, many yeah.
0: times? Oh my god! Like oh,
1: like the, the you get your infamous uh, saying goodbye, uh, like your your Iron Man scene. You know what I mean? Like you're 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 out in space in the middle of nowhere, like gravity. It's like how many times? Oh, we just we have four people, but we only have enough oxygen supply for three. Oh boy, what are we gonna do?
0: Yeah, uh, it's directed. This is directed by uh, Joe Penna. Uh, last movie he did was Arctic, which uh, I have not actually have not seen, but I've heard that's pretty good. That's the one with Mendelssohn, right? In it,
1: or uh, no, yeah. no, not Mendelssohn. Mickelson, uh, Mickelson—that's right. Yeah, I actually did. I buy it, or did I? I think I bought it, and I just haven't watched it yet. It was one of those ones I really, really, really wanted to watch. Yeah, and it I've, slipped yeah, I've away. From heard, me. I've
0: heard that one's really good, but I haven't, I haven't checked it out. Yeah, yet. Um, yeah, featuring cast that features Anna Kendrick, Daniel Day Kim, uh, Tony Collette. But yeah, uh, I think you and I both agree. It looks pretty standard sci-fi fare, but I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, it looks it. It looks like you're. I mean, i have beaten a dead horse. It looks like you're typical. Uh, we're in space. Oh shit! Something happens. Then it's going to jeopardize our you know our lives if we don't get this corrected. I mean, you've seen it before. We, we obviously made a couple. You know, you, you got your gravity. You have like what Alien. You have. I mean, like it's just you so many know,
0: different. You mashings. You ma- yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, you have it. So it's like, eh, I yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll probably end up watching it. It looks okay. Yeah, I mean, definitely it looks pretty. Looks pretty it, kind of interesting. And again, Arctic's supposed to be really good. I haven't seen it, so I can't comment on it. But uh, if this dude's a good filmmaker, I'll definitely, I'll definitely go the time of day for uh, sure. So yeah, uh, this is set for a Netflix release uh, on April twenty second, twenty twenty one. But the big one comes and one that actually dropped today. I, it I, I did drop today. Yeah, I would have scrapped. A good- this whole oh. segment if this trailer didn't drop because i didn't like what else we're we gonna <laughs> talk about um we are talking about the first trailer for the suicide squad and yes the so the is very important so this is the follow-up to the 2016 film suicide squad uh david ayer thankfully has not returned to direct this one we got the uh the guy who tried to emulate them for the first one uh mr james gunn getting behind the camera and uh yeah, uh, so the fir- the Suicide Squad basically is to is, stay is a uh, crew of supervillains or just regular villains, who Amanda Waller recruits, to try and go and do tasks that they deem too dangerous to send like you know good people into. That way, if they die, like if they die, they die. It's, a, it's not really a big loss. Uh, so yeah. in this one, they're going into uh, in this one the squad is going into uh, South American island Court of Maltese, trying to destroy this Nazi era prison lab, wh- which held political prisoners and conduct experiments on them. Uh returning cast members include Margot Robbie, Jill Kinnaman, uh Jai Courtney and uh Viola Davis. That, that that's it for returning cast isn't it? That's it. <laughs> everyone else is new. Yeah. Uh, new, new additions to the cast include Edus Elba, John Cena, uh Peter Capaldi, David Dasmalkian, Michael Rooker, Alice Braga, Sean Gunn, Flula Borg, Nathan Villian, uh among other among other people. Um so, uh, yeah, we, this is the one that I was definitely curious about, because like, oh, like, I was really looking forward to the first season of that squad. I, I, oh, I, I, was yeah, just, was... I think the content of it is great. I was really excited to see it. I watched it. I was there opening night, Russell. I was there opening night. I was there. I think, yeah. I, oh, did I see it opening night? I
1: think I seen it in the afternoon. Yeah, I and think I, it was opening. And I was yeah. like, holy fuck, this is bad. This yeah, is really was, bad. It, yeah, we've, yeah it's, it's not very good. It's, it's the weakest of the DC. Oh, I mean, EU by far. sure one of the biggest by, combat, well, of the biggest
0: sure. movies I've ever seen like it's uh, it's yeah
1: awful. sure it's 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 really yeah it's really not very good
0: but you know I I, I had hope hearing that because the premise is still there so I, think I had hope for their sequel heard James Gunn was doing like okay oh, right, yeah we can do this then I saw this trailer and this three minutes is better than the entirety of that first movie yeah. this movie yeah. looks awesome
1: yeah it does it really does. Uh, I'm sold by the shark. I, I love the shark. I think that's great. The shark, uh, shark, by
0: the way, voiced by Sylvester Stallone, which completely steal. I think it's completely going
1: to steal the movie. I'm 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 looking oh, go
0: forward. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think it looks great. I think the action looks like gritty, like gritty. I think yeah. I think the the jokes are funny. Like Joel Kinnaman yeah. got a few laughs out of me in this trailer, which is yeah. surprising to me. Uh, I really like what Ada's it album it looks like. He's doing. Uh, yeah. with, as a character, Bloodsport. Who, by the way, in this movie, he's gonna be in prison for. It's funny. His character, Bloodsport, first appeared in a Superman comic, and the whole thing was he shot Superman with the with Kryptonite bullet. That's why he's in prison in in this one. Oh, uh, cool. That's cool. Yeah. So I think I I like that kind of comic tie-in. I think John Cena looks really funny as Peacemaker. Hmm. I think that I think that's a I think that's a really good casting. Uh, Polka Dot Man. I think that's uh, I love I love that, that you know he just picked all the like weird ass characters. Kind <laughs> of, to kind of fell this roster. I'm picking up like random obscure characters. Although one thing I, I don't know if you noticed this, my biggest, my biggest like reaction watching this trailer was, holy fuck, they still make Pib? Yeah, I saw. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of was like, yeah. I'm like, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, who drinks that shit? <laughs> yeah, but
0: you know what? What you think of the trailer for the Suicide Squad?
1: I liked it. I really did. I like kind of what you were saying. I think it has that dark, gritty feel to it, which uh, which we w- really expected. Um, and it has a healthy blend of comedy. I think I love the, the scene where uh, Har- they're trying to rescue Harley Quinn and she's already out, and she's like, oh, well, I can go back up there. I, I, I can go back it, in. That's fine. And it was funny, though, but like the way she delivered it, the, ra- the way Margot Robbie delivered it was funny. Um, the shark, I, I think it was just, it just the selling point there was just hilarious. I, I really, really... Really like the comedic aspect of, of of the shark character. I think that's going to be really funny. Yeah, King, yeah, King, King King I'm, I'm shark... on board for sure. Yeah,
0: King Shark's character, who's pretty, he's pretty like notable for the Suicide squad, squad lineup. in fact, I think they wanted, I think they wanted to do him in the first movie, but they okay. thought the CGI would be. They, they thought to save money, they they thought Killer Croc would be a cheaper option. Yeah, I mean it looks crisp though. It really does. It does. No, he it looks great. Yeah, yeah. I I, yeah. I, lo- I love King Shark in the comments. I think I love that he just I love how he's just like a brutal like man eating man eating killing killing machine. And it looks like and the ca- love... they're they're doing that yeah. here. I like that.
1: And I love it's voiced by Sly. I think that's great.
0: Yeah, a voice by Sly. I'm, I'm glad it's not Taika Waititi. Not that they don't not, not that they don't love Taika, but I feel like if you have yeah. like a big CG guy voiced by Taika Waititi, are it's going to auto- be na- like the commonplace. Yeah, you're you're automatically going to draw as the Korg, and I think that's a bad idea
1: yeah and
0: cork who I just I absolutely love to death oh like, yeah, I, I love I love cork i I want King Shark to be his own thing and special absolutely Stallone, especially along being king Shark i think is, I think it's a great pick
1: yeah it, it, I'm, I'm like I said I'm really looking forward to this one like and kind of what you were saying um yeah that three minute trailer is better than the whole entire two hours of uh, the suicide squad for sure
0: oh my god yeah I, I loved that trailer I think this movie looks fantastic and you know I hope this does well because I would love to see us get a sequel if this is good i w- I would want to see it get a sequel. That way we can bring Will Smith back, get him back to Suicide Squad three. Yeah, maybe maybe a Suicide Squad because <laughs> we're going. I don't know. Maybe
2: maybe
1: they're going to release the air cut.
0: Oh uh, <laughs> Jesus! No, don't don't start, don't start with me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is set for a uh, set for a theatrical and day and date release on HBO Max on August 6, twenty one. I will definitely be going to see this in the theater. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, definitely looking forward to this a ton. It looks like a ton of fun. Looks looks super. Great. It looks like gritty, gory. it, looks, it's just, it, it just looks great. I, I'm I'm super excited for what it looks like he's doing with this. So that's gonna do it for trailer talk. We can now move on to uh, notorious news. Uh, and again, we gotta start off with uh, saluting those we've lost. We've lost two giants in the world of acting uh, this week within a few days of each other. I'll act actually, which is fucking crazy. Uh, First blitz, we lost Mr. Uh, George Siegel. So George Siegel was, uh, he was an actor who was, he had such a long, illustrious career that it's just hard to sum up like how great of an actor he was just in a few words. So I'm going to hit you with some of the things he's done uh, in his career. So uh, he was in the original, who's written the original, who's for Virginia Woolf. Uh, He was currently on The Goldbergs, The Cable Guy. Um... Let's see, so, uh, so many. Let's look up his credits. He is fucking insane. He's an Oscar nominee, Everyone. Emmy winner. Uh, yeah. King Rat, Ship of Fools, California Split, For the Boys, Flirting with Disaster. Uh, and he and he was one of the first American film actors to rise to a leading to to be a leading man while keeping his Jewish surname because his Jewish heritage was very important to him. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's kind of crazy that he can make that kind of the kind of impact. Uh, he was big on TV. He was in Just yeah. Shoot Me. The David Spade show from the... No, not David Spade. Oh, David Spade was on that show. Yeah. Uh, The show from uh, the late 90s, early 2000s. Again, currently he was on the Goldbergs until his death. And he was just a dude who constantly worked. Uh, He was funny. He was a terrific actor. And I think that he's someone who... I I, I think he's someone who people really underappreciated. And hopefully this will get him... Get more work looked at, more, or more of his work looked at because he has, like I said, he has a, such a long body of work. The other one that passed away, is that good?
1: No, for sure, yeah, a huge body of work and some of these and, and some of these um, television series were over 100 plus episodes. You look at uh, yeah. you know, the Just Shoot Me, he was in 149 episodes and like, and, and this is crazy, with this one, because it seems like such a new show, The Goldbergs, 177 episodes he was in, so that's uh, quite, a, quite a span of, of work.
0: Yeah, no, he he was he was working from literally like, this, like the fifties and sixties until now. Yeah, uh, someone else who was working from the sixties till now, and this, this this one hurt me in particular. Uh, we lost Jessica Walter. Uh, Jessica Walter, you recognize from a lot of stuff. Mo- most people probably recognize her as either Lucille Bluth from Rest of Development, or Mallory Archer, voice of Mallory Archer from Archer. Um. Yeah. Uh. Again, someone who didn't didn't get a lot of notoriety. But really should have because she was is an ex- she, she was an excellent actor. Uh she yeah. was she was uh the main she was the main uh actress in play Misty for me, Clint Eastwood's first movie, fantastic in that in that film. Um er, it, it's it's really t- but she, it's really her T V work that got her uh notice. Uh for me she's always gonna be Lucille Bluth from Us Development who like, she was one of TV's worst moms, but I loved her because she was so funny. Like She'll have, she'll have like, so many of her lines, which, like, like, here's some money, go see a Star Wars. I, I don't understand the question. I won't respond to it. She just had like, such, an air, like, such an air about her that it was unmatched by almost any actor on that show. She was hilarious. I loved her. and I loved her as a seal blue. Fun fact, this actress this is the person my mother is named after. She was named after Jessica Walter. So,
1: and how crazy is it that Jessica Walter and George Segal were both in that TV series retired at thirty-five?
0: They were retired at thirty-five. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah,
1: I just happen I just happened to look because I'm looking at her span of work too. Um, I just and that's the one that popped out. Like they they had uh, you know obviously that in common, but yeah, kind of the same thing, man. Like just you know constantly working in any single thing that you could do. Like you know twenty episodes here, uh, hundred. 100 and some episodes of uh, Archer, 119, you know what I mean? Like, constantly work, 84 episodes of Arrested Development. Like, it's just crazy to do that, and on top of it, make time to be in films, too. You know what I mean? it's, it's, it's really just shows you the longevity of, 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 of their work,
0: you know? Also, one more. I can't believe we didn't talk about this last week, but uh, another person we lost was uh, Yafik Kodo. Yafik Kodo passed, which is fucking crazy, because I was literally watching Alien, like, an hour before he died. Or hour before we found out he died. Uh yeah, Yafakota, he was uh Parker and Alien, the one black crew member. Uh but the did you had dude had a great career as well. Like again, uh Alien, he was a Bond villain, he was the villain of Live and Let Die. Um, Midnight Run, Running Man, Blue Collar. Then you look at his T V work. He was in uh uh okay, most known for Homicide Life on the Streets. Uh he was in a couple episodes of The a the eighteen, he was a little in sea Quest. love from um, yeah, what was I gonna say? For Love and Honor. This is a dude who like uh, again, Someone who worked constantly, he was a great character actor, never got the love mm-hmm. he truly deserved. He was a fan, he was a fan, fucking fantastic.
1: Oh, that's right. He was in Freddy Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. He was in Freddy's Dead, Final
0: Nightmare. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Pup, puppet Puppet Masters. Uh, so so mu- so many. Jeez. Really yeah, that's crazy. Things. Yeah. Uh, again, Yafakoto. good great great actor, underappreciated. Uh, we are sad to see you go, sir. All right. So moving on to the regular. Uh, movie news. First of which, uh, got this is a really quick so we will get this out of the way. Uh, we talked a few weeks ago, maybe a couple months, I forgot, I forgot how long ago this was, uh, about the Resident Evil reboots. It's in full swing, is currently set to be released later this year, and we do have a title. It's going to be called Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. Uh, this sounds a little theme park ride-ish, but...
1: Yeah, step right up.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's... <laughs> It's a step up from the last sequel, I'll tell you that, because I'll remember this one.
1: Yeah, I I lost it after, man, kind of like The Hunger Games. I kind of lost it after, like, what, three three or four, maybe? Uh, yeah, there's, I, I, I couldn't even tell you.
0: Uh, yeah, some this is from uh, uh, four centimeters down, director Jonas Roberts. Creatures of Cat, had the cast features Caius Delaria, Robbie Amell, Hannah John Kamen, Tom Hopper, and Neil McDonough, among others. Uh, currently set for release is September third, twenty twenty one. So they pumped this out quick. Yeah, really uh, fast. Basically, it's going to be set in nineteen eighty eight and we will divulge the secrets of the Spencer Mansion in Raccoon City, and basically be served as an origin story for the first and second games. So okay, yeah, we kind of had the first. It's, it's kind of crazy thing, but the Resident Evil. Most people know those movies, Most people know that franchise from the movies, and the movies yeah. are really aren't anything like the games.
1: No, because I remember and this is talking back with the original PlayStation I remember I bought Resident Evil 2 and I remember how scary like how scary that game was man with the creatures crawling up on a ceiling and stuff like that and uh, the one scene like you could see the creature's tongue coming out like I mean again at the time PlayStation had really I mean at the time you look at it now it's like oh like the graphics were so like phenomenal on it on a disc like that you know what I mean yeah. Uh, but yeah definitely I definitely Put more, in a, you're definitely more in the mood playing the game as opposed to watching the movie. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, but also like you know this, this is one of the trying to go back to the horror roots of the game, which is what the game series. Yeah. Are, which, it's kind of weird because it started as, it started out as a it started as a horror game horror game series. Yeah. Then the movie yeah. then the movies got popular. They, beca- they became action games. Action. Yep. And then they, they, if they kind of found their footing again, they became horror games again. That last one they did is be pretty good. I haven't played it yet, but I've heard I've heard really great things about it. Uh, I forgot I forgot what it's called. I should I really should get the name of it. But yeah, I mean, and look, the Resident Evil franchise—it kind of let's <laughs> that's not let's that's not mis- worth. It went off. It went off pretty fast. Yeah, people people sure. were so over. People <laughs> got to be so so over those <laughs> games.
1: Well, that I think it had to do with you know with them throwing all the movies out too. You know what I mean? I think yeah. they wanted to try to. I think it, people just it just it got watered down. Uh, uh, it yeah, it so. lost its it, it it lost its like identity of being a horror game. It, it, it went like action packed. Like it was, that's not how it really.
0: Yeah.
1: So it. It, that's not how it really got the audience that it did.
0: So it was Resident Evil Seven Biohazard. That's the one that kind of went back to being a horror game. People really seem to like that one a lot. Uh, again, haven't played it yet, but I've heard. It, I've heard it's great. And they have a new one coming out this year, Resident Evil Village, which is also going to be a survival horror game. So, I th- I'm, is, I'm optimistic. I think that if they keep if they keep with the game, I think it could be a really cool, really cool little survival horror movie. And maybe. And look, video game movies that are on upswing. Like if they're really they are, bad man. for a long time, then they start being kind of good. So,
1: and and who's this? And, and we really have Sonic to thank for this. This is crazy. Thank, thank you, Sonic. Think about that though. And we, again, we I know we. We we totally like crushed that first trailer that we that we saw, but man, I, like that was such a surprise the all the extra work that they did for it, man. It's completely yeah. crazy.
0: Uh, next story we're talking about is uh oh, do you, did you, did you hear about this? Do you hear about this Lakers series mm-hmm. they're doing for HBO?
1: Lakers series? Now what, yes. what's it?
0: So HBO is going to be doing a series about the Lakers set during the 1980s when basically they became like. Magic a massive, massive franchise. Yeah. So let me let me run uh, I think I let me run down some of this cast for you. you got Adrian Brody playing Pat Riley. Michael Chiklis playing <laughs> Red, Red Orbach. Red <laughs> Playing Red Orbach. Jason Clark's gonna be Jerry West. You got Brett Cullen as Bill Sherman. Uh, you got John C. Riley as Jerry Bus, Sally Field as Jesse Buss, his mother. Um you okay. have Bo Burnham recently announced he's gonna be playing Larry Bird. I saw that. I did see that. Jason Siegel's gonna be playing Paul Westhead. Uh, like we said, Kareem Ode- Abdul Jabbar is gonna make an appearance in the series. Uh, someone's gonna be playing him. Magic Johnson is gonna be making an appearance. Uh, yeah, so so many. Act- and this is gonna be a limited series for HBO. Again, Donald Sterling's gonna be Donald Sterling's of course, gonna be a big part of this. But uh, you know, the actor I'm not really familiar with is Kirk Bubel. I don't really recognize him. But yeah, yeah, I mean. Uh, I'm not sure sure how big you are on basketball, but oh well. Yeah, no, you're you're a basketball fan because you. I don't remember the last dance. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Decent enough. I mean, I got out of it more now, and even more so now because my team's Orlando, and they just traded away their like two best players. I'm sorry, Gordon Vooch. Yeah, Yeah. no, like again, I I was a fan of Jordan era. Like I I liked the Bulls just like everybody else did. Then I kind of got off of like the. I just didn't like the cockiness and like the you know I just I kind of fell off and then I started to like Orlando, um, right when they went right when Shaq came out and I remember the year that they Orlando beat um, it was the year that Jordan had come back and they beat the Bulls ago, um, but I've been on board with Orlando ever since and they're just oh man that a couple championship runs that they that they did have they got swept by uh Houston, I think, in ninety five and then the one that we just had in oh nine, I think we lost to the Lakers four four one, I think. But um outside of that though, I've kind of fallen out of it just because of the fact things are changing so quickly in, in, in basketball now. It's a lot different. And on top of it, like now you always have that thing, the big three. And you just have like franchises buying titles. And it, it's a lot different than how and obviously and I, I you probably can agree, just watching the basketball gameplay from the eighties. I mean just seeing it. Um, it's a lot different
0: than it was. Absolutely, but either way, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see this show because I like seeing like the behind the scenes of sports I am, yeah. and like why why it is that you know how it is that franchise come to prominence the mm-hmm. way they do, especially especially the Lakers because they were like they weren't like a super well known franchise, but they became hot shit in the '80s and I carried on in the '90s when they got Kobe Bryant.
1: Yeah, I mean, and they and and again, you love that rivalry between the Lakers and the Celtics. You always hear about obviously, you know, Larry and, and, and Magic Johnson. And then you have, like, you know, you have the Kevin McHale and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They had Robert Parrish. You had James Worthy. I mean, you had so many notable Hall of Fame basketball players that played for both both sides of the ball. I mean, even in, like, even coming up in the Kobe era with, you know, Kevin uh, Garnett and Paul Pierce and uh, Ray Allen and then, you know, with with Kobe and Paul Gasol, like they th- again, they made basketball fun again to have those rivalries like that. That's what made basketball huge. That was like uh, Chicago Bulls and the Pistons. Like, you 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 wanted to watch two teams that just hated each other play. And uh, this will be fun to watch that for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, no one when this when this is uh, going gonna to be coming out. um. Let's see. I wonder who's behind this. I know Adam McKay is producing this. I've been done through his banner. And he's going to be directing one of the episodes as well. Uh, but, yeah, no one major. Uh, no. Surprise, Peter Berg. is. A, Peter Berg likes that kind of stuff. He does. Surprise, he's not behind. Surprise, Peter Berg hasn't made more sports things, honestly. I'm telling
1: you, yeah, because like, when he does it, it's great. I mean, I think you and I you know, obviously huge fans of Berg's sports work, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I wish you would tackle more, uh, more sports stuff.
0: Yeah, speak, uh, yeah speaking of uh, athletic, um, athletic, um, you know, uh For the longest time, there was there was a Martin Scorsese directed Mike Tyson biopic that was in the works, starring Jamie That's Fox. Like, uh, mm-hmm. It there was some recent movement on this, but not in the way you expect. So it was in development for the longest time, but now they've decided to just forego the film route and make this a limited series. Scorsese is still going to be on. He's going to produce it. But stepping in the director's chair is one Mr. Anton Fuqua going to mm-hmm. be doing this show. Uh, no world where it's landing yet. But um, yeah, uh, Jamie Foxx playing Iron Mike is an interesting casting. I think that, look, had this been like 20 or like 10, 20 years ago, I'd be yeah. fine because like, if you look, at, like, you look at like his Iron Mike era, he was in his what, like 20s, 30s?
1: Yeah, and it was funny because I, I I've mentioned that before that impression he did it on Booty Call God. Mike Tyson impression he did on Booty Call movie yeah. that he was in, um, I thought that was kind of funny how that went full circle. But yeah, kind of what you said. I think we're like past the, you know, past the the. The time frame here. Now, for him.
0: granted, I will say, Danny Fox is fifty three. He doesn't look it. He does not look fifty three.
1: Oh no, he's in phenomenal. He's like Tom Cruise. They're both in phenomenal shape for being in their fifties. You know what I mean? And even I'll even throw Pitt in there because I think Pitt's in his fifties too. Look,
0: Pitt looks great. Uh, yeah. Uh, Keanu Reeves. That's another guy who just
1: Keanu Reeves is in his fifties. Yeah, really Cruise.
0: Well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see him like try and play like this younger like, a much younger Mike Tyson. I think he can do it. I think he yeah. can definitely do it because Jamie Foxx is a great actor. But oh, yeah. I don't know. Do you do you think that do you think that he should you know, maybe take a st- take a supporting role, take a step back as a producer? Do you think it's, do you think it's time for him to give this role his She should, you, should you give it to someone else. What do you, what do you think Fox should do in this case?
1: I mean, if it was a passion so long ago, kind of what you said like twenty years ago, that would have been a great idea. But now, you know, the age is just going against them. I, I don't know. I, I, it just depends on what you get, man. I don't know. I, I'd rather have somebody else younger come up and do it but i don't know i don't know who so yeah i'm just kind of conflicted with that because i love uh, iron mike big fan um i don't know i just just i just want them to put out a good product in the end you know
0: yeah i mean we'll see if this ever you know we'll see, we'll see what happens with this moment, or with the series because we can't we don't even know where this is landing i would assume yeah. it's gonna land streaming somewhere most likely HBO, HBO seems likely. Netflix seems likely. He's working just with it, he's working with uh, Apple TV Plus on his next movie, so maybe that, maybe there.
1: I'm just thinking because HBO used to do a lot, a lot, a lot of boxing, like when do, back
2: the day. I, I
0: want to say they did the Michael J. White Tyson. If I'm not mistaken, what's that? I want to say that because there was a biopic there about Mike a, Tyson. Sorry, Michael White
1: Oh no, no no! I'm thinking of I remember the documentary I watched called Tyson.
0: Right, but I'm pretty sure. But he yeah. had a movie. He had a, he had a he had a movie about Tyson. I'm pretty sure that was I was also on HBO.
1: I wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, back in the it hey was on HBO. Yeah, I remember like back in the day. I remember when like, you know, boxing was actually boxing. Like I mean, it was it's it's never gonna reach that type of uh, popularity again. I don't think ever. You just had a lot of you know you had Holyfield, you had Lennox Lewis, you had Tyson, you had Riddick Bowe, you know uh, you had to, you know just it was huge, it was so big, and now it's like I think it's just because I'm I'm out of it maybe that I, I don't I, I don't well, follow
0: it. The, the sport of boxing is a fucking joke now.
1: Oh, it's changed, man. It's completely changed. Like the the the, the only thing that was really keeping them afloat, I think, was Pacquiao at, and uh, and Mayweather. I think that those were the only two names really that sustained the last maybe ten. Ten years plus, maybe, I, I would say. Yeah, I
0: mean, yeah, yeah, Canelo, you yeah, have Triple G. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to think. It's, it's hard for me to think of just like boxers, like big boxers, like fans. even,
1: yeah, even back in the day, Julio Cesar Chavez. I remember he yeah, was Chavez. fantastic. He was he was fantastic. Um, uh, I'm trying to think who else. I mean, there were so many that was a thing. There was just a lot of them, and it and it's completely kind of what you said. It's a joke now. I remember like pay per views were a big deal then. You know, I remember watching yeah. a pay per view when um the guy parachuted into the uh to the uh uh ring uh in vegas i think it was a tyson it was, i think it was it was a tyson holyfield fight i think
0: might, i don't remember but, might, yeah but I, if it was it, that's hilarious
1: yeah dude i remember somebody like like paraglided down into the in, in the middle of the fight i remember watching it live like i it was something that was always like kind of etching in my head
0: let me see yeah because i'm not gonna about that but who who did parachute oh james miller james miller pa- parachuted into the ring
1: was it during the Tyson Holyfield fight? I think.
0: Okay, so no, I'm so saying- it wasn't. It wasn't a boxer. He, so he wasn't a boxer. He was just some rando who just like parachuted yeah. into, into the end of the fight.
1: I, I told you, yeah. Was it during that fight?
0: It was that fight, yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: I yeah I remember watching that because I remember it was a big deal to watch like the pay per views. We'd always have like my dad's friends
0: with him. over oh, and, and we'd watch. So no, it it was okay. So Vander Holyfield wasn't that fight, but it wasn't against uh, Mike Tyson. It was against Riddick Bowe.
1: That's okay. It was Tyson Riddick bow fight. Okay. Yeah. That's one. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: but yeah, no, I do. I do think that there's a lot of potential with a Tyson series, because because like he, Off-shore. he, he was. I don't think I don't think boxing ever seen someone quite like Mike Tyson.
1: He was so explosive. Like that's he the was, thing. Yeah. Like
0: he was probably like in his, his prime. He was probably the most explosive boxer since Muhammad Ali.
1: Yeah, and, and and like I always get that comparison. They always get the comparison. Oh, you know Ali and and Tyson, dude. I think Tyson would eat them apart, dude. I really, really. The, you,
0: you think you think you think he? You think in, like in in his prime and in his prime fight? Yeah, I think. And, would and in his all. prime, so in his prime, Ali versus Tyson. You take Tyson. Yeah, absolutely. I don't Just know. Just because man. I don't know, dude.
1: I, but I've seen I've I've watched all these fights. He was more swifter, like you know, more strategic. I, I give you like kind of like. Almost how Mayweather is, he tires you out on your feet. Pound for pound, though, if he's going to draw blood, it's Tyson, man. Uh, to me, it just more of the George Foreman-esque. Uh, I just think, and that's another boxer. There's another one thrown out there uh, back in the day. But um, I don't know, just pound for pound. like like He's going to like try to knock you out in the first round. I think yeah. Tyson, I really, really, really think Tyson will beat him.
0: It, it's it'd be not, not taking anything away from him. It'd be an interesting fight I take
1: for anything sure. Ollie he, is one of the greatest. I mean, he is one of the greatest. I mean I, mean, I mean, just think he, he, a, lot, just a lot of as people good. say he is
0: the greatest.
2: Yeah,
1: and and Tyson, I think is just as good. I think a lot of the things that kind of overshadowed him was obviously the back end of it with you know uh, with the Holyfield fight and stuff like that, kind of losing, uh, kind of just like losing it thereafter. You know, with the whole ear, the biting the ear, and then really never gaining it back. Um, you know, when he lost his trainer and stuff like that, I think that. That really had a huge part to play because he was more like a father figure to him, Um, but his career never rebounded after that. Like after that Holyfield fight, then losing to Lennox Lewis, and then just losing like that. That that was uh, that was unlike a Mike Tyson that we saw making that run in the eighties and early nineties. It was just it's just yeah,
0: yeah. So we'll definitely see where that series lands again. I would count as be somewhere like like you know, Streaming Prime, but we'll see. We've we've been wrong before. Quibby, this is their big comeback. <laughs> uh, next piece we're talking about. We talked last time about how Steven Silver is going to make a move about his own childhood. Kath Michelle Williams as, as his mom. Kath keeps getting, keeps getting more stacked because they just ca- he just cast his uncle. Uh, st- uh, it's going to be played by Mr. Seth Rogen. He's uh, going to be playing his someone who described as his favorite uncle. So probably someone who left a big impact on him. Um, it, a big impact on him as as you know a youth. Uh-huh. So you know Seth Rogen's career has been an interesting one.
1: <laughs>
0: do you hear that on YouTube? that has
1: an hour. It's an hour. An of hour Seth Rogen laughing.
0: laughing. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure that exists, but no, yeah. I mean, dude. like he was a d- dude who tried to push himself as a funny great. man for a long time. He gained a lot of really great comedy. but it seems like in recent oh. years he's been trying to do, you know, trying More to his, his dramatic chops. And I do like that because you know he yeah, he was really sure. great in Steve Jobs. Uh, he played Steve yeah. Wozniak. Um, he was supposed to be in the Trial of Chicago Seven. He's gonna play Jerry Rubin. Uh, that, that fell through. I'm not sure why. I don't know what happened, but yeah, no, he's yeah. a dude who was, I've always thought if just, I thought always thought just real talent, whether like being oh, com- absolutely. Com- comedic or not. And you know, this is something that is, him working with Spielberg, I think is a great. Uh, oh
1: yeah. Cause that's going to pull that out. That's going to pull that talent that he already has out of him. So I, I think it's a, it's a perfect match.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, you already said, but yeah, what what do you think was of, of, uh, Spielberg, be, uh, Spielberg directing Mr. Seth Rogan in his next move. Yeah, movie. I'm down.
1: Absolutely. I think it's a good pick. I mean, like I said, you know, it, Seth Rogan has really been trying to do more of the serious stuff now, but I think it's a perfect match, and I think that Spielberg really pulled out even more for uh, for Seth. So, I, yeah, I, I can see why he chose him for it.
0: Yeah, again, uh, no one's going to be released, I would assume, sometime probably in the next like year or two, because Spielberg's not getting any younger. <laughs> He's got to work. Uh,
2: no, no.
0: Got to do something, but uh yeah, so next piece we're talking about is, uh, Disney actually had some well, a lot of things happened with Disney recently. First of which, they had some date shifts. Uh, first of all, Black Widow has moved again. They tried to stand firm, uh, but you the, you know what? Fine. Uh, we we can see because not only did they push Black Widow again, moved uh-huh. out of that uh May slots and put it in. Uh, July, said for a July release. But they have called it. It's now no longer going cl- going to theaters. It will also be going to Disney Plus on the same day. Again, huh. for a thirty dollar surcharge. Which I mean I I'd gladly pay because I mean I'm gonna go to a theater I mean, anyways. I I'm gonna go to theater anyways, but I'll pay that for people who want to see it on my account.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll see the theater. Uh also, be- uh oh, yeah.
0: Cruella as well also uh going from Strictly Theatre to day and date release. That will also come with a thirty dollar soul charge, surcharge. The interesting one though, Luca. Luca is now going exclusively to Disney Plus with that's no crazy. charge. With no charge.
1: Yeah, that's that's really crazy. It's that super generous crazy. of Disney to do
0: that, but I mean, yeah it's generous, crazy. yeah, but like what, what, it's is, stupid on what did Pixar do to you? Yeah. This is now, yeah, this is now know, twice man. this is now twice they've done this one of their movies.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. I think uh Little head scratching moment there, but uh, it's strange I because mean,
0: I'm sure people people will gladly pay. I'd gladly pay thirty bucks for Luca. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Pixar. Yeah, why not? What I don't want this to lead to, and the reason I the reason I think that paying for it is so important because I think that it's important to show that you support that these like big swings they're taking. You know, like, yeah, like, I mean, like, like I, talked yeah. it with, I talked about, I talked about with Soul how like you know they were they weren't doing a thirty dollars surcharge for it, which I, well it's cool, it'll get more eyes in the movie. I think that. I don't want this to and I don't. I think it happened. I don't want this to be an excuse of like, oh, we tried this once, it didn't make a whole lot of money, so we're just not we're not going to do anything like this anymore. Because I think where Pixar excels yeah. like is when they try these new unconventional
2: things.
1: Absolutely. Because look at Coco. I mean, like when, when theaters were you know, back to normal. You know what I mean? Inside Out. You know, like it, they they make the money. So yeah, I hope this doesn't like really set. You know, a precedent of seeing this more common. Like, I just actually speaking of spending money on it, I just bought it on uh, in Steelbook of Seoul. Oh, nice. Um, so, you know, kind of what any way you can try to support. You know, these are just weird times. I mean, regardless, yeah. if I was going to own it anyway. But I think the, kind of what you said. You know, it, it shows that you know you're committed to, you know, paying that type of money. Like we would be paying that at the theater. You know, what I mean, we would be paying to go see it in the theater. So I'm really hoping. And especially now with the things like kind of on the mend here, I think we're starting to see like theaters open up and stuff like that. I really hope that it really, you know, we get to that point where like box offices really surge because of because of the people being uh, out of the loop for so long. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, for sure. In addition to that, they also shift some, some other things around. Uh, like I said, Black Widow moving down to July 9, twenty twenty one. Free Guy, which keeps which seems to keep moving, because they cannot stay to release date now set for an August 13th, 2021 release. Uh, mm-hmm. Shang-Chi, uh, formerly May 21st. Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Ring, which is now set, which uh, Black Widow took over their day, July 9th, now moves to, to September 3rd of 2021. Uh, the King's Man, formerly, of August, formerly in August uh, 20th, 2021, now moved to December 22nd, 2021. Deepwater, the uh, new... Um, I, think it's, I think it's Tom McCarthy? It is Tom McCarthy. Or is it Adrian Lin? No, that's Deep uh, Deepwater. The uh, it's a new Matt Damon drama, uh, set for a January fourteenth, twenty twenty two release. Formerly on August thirteenth, and uh, Death on the Nile moving again. Oh,
1: man, I want to see that. But it looks so good.
0: Yeah, it uh, was for a release of of the November December of last year. Yeah. Now uh, has a release date of February eleventh, twenty
1: twenty two. Jeez. Yeah. Crazy
0: of, cr- it's kind of crazy. Honestly, that it, it, we're still dealing with the fallout of this.
1: Seriously, like even look at Bond. Uh, Bond's been struggling with that for a while.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just bizarre, man. Because it's, it, it, I mean, well, again, we're, 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 we're in the tail stretch right now. We're getting, mm-hmm. we're getting, raw, we're getting vaccinated. I got, I got my appointment this Monday. Whoop whoop. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, we'll definitely see how things, things, sh- the paradigm shifts when things go back to normal and like we can all just do yeah. things. Man, it's, it's gonna be weird to like look back at this time. Like, hey, remember we spent an entire year indoors, dude. But we'll
1: vague, we'll remember and be like, you know what? Never again. Let's like never have to do this again. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: <laughs> All right, great. That was nice for you. Let's never do any of this again.
1: Yeah, let's never drink that much alcohol again. You know, <laughs> The yeah. bad hangover day after. Let, 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 let's let's last ne-
0: year. Let's never eat any bats again. <laughs> yeah. Let's. What, what have we
1: learned here? Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, Disney also asked some other things. Uh. Not some other things recently. First of which is they're doing a they're doing a National Treasure TV show. Uh, Nicholas Cage is not coming. Well okay. he might come back, but he's not going to be the lead because the lead is going to. Be, they haven't said anybody, but it's going to be a Hispanic woman because she, I, I I always find that to be like a cliche announcement, <laughs> like not only we're we rebooting we're rebooting something with a woman of color. <laughs> it seems like to be like the the go to thing. It's like yeah, another rebooting. It's gonna be Woman of Color. She's like, okay, cool, but to the, it, that's just it, it's it's whatever reboot announces, Honestly, it's just it's just yeah. like tired at this point. But you know, Natural <laughs> Treasure, uh di- series for Disney Plus. Do you think that's something that works as long form? Oh, man,
1: that's, I don't know. It's been a while since I've watched both of them, but I enjoyed both of them. Um, I don't know. That, that's the same thing about we can say the same thing. About, well. It Actually, makes sense. So the Mighty Ducks, like, because I think they just dropped that. I I, I heard, that. Yeah, that
0: that just, that just came out today.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I I don't know if that. I'm sure you could do it. I, I'm sure you, you you probably could. I don't see why it wouldn't be effective.
0: Yeah, I mean, it'd be it'd be, it'd be interesting to see. Like, what like, would it be? Like Mystery of the Week? Would it be? That's like, what I'm an, saying. An, like,
1: an overarching mystery, like one of those like Carmen Sandiego like things. Yeah, like, like, I, with like, I think you know I, mean? I think
0: you could do it. Like, I think that No, these, you
1: absolutely could. It's just how I don't know how many yeah. how many
0: different American how many different American American landmarks and American like piece of history. You yeah. steal? C- can't you be a part
1: of like, dude? Like, what are the odds of that? You got a better gonna, shot at hitting the lottery.
0: I'm gonna steal the liberty. I'm gonna steal the Liberty Bell. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take off the torch from the Statue of Liberty. It's like <laughs> what? It's like come on, man. Like I'm gonna
0: on. I'm gonna take three bricks from the Washington Monuments. Like
1: what? Why? <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the tip top of the the pyramid because I can. Like I'm like uh, okay, sure. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna take Abe Lincoln's left nut. What? <laughs> no,
1: okay. Why don't you just take his top hat? No, oh, he doesn't have a top hat. Never mind. Never mind.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, National Treasure TV show. Uh, yeah, in the works. If you're a big fan of that of that uh, movie or that movie series, which I know a lot of people are, this this this, this should do it for you. Uh, next piece we're talking about also in Disney is uh, Disenchanted. It's uh, got some returning cast members mainly in. Uh, Edina Menzel and James Marzen both reprising their roles from the first film. Uh, is Patrick Dempsey back? I imagine he'd have to be, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, what else is he doing? Like he's been riding that Grey's uh, Anatomy forever.
0: Well, he's, he's off that show. Well, now then too. he
1: was uh, he was off of You know what I'm saying? That he was in right, it forever. Right. Yeah, let me see. <laughs> then he was like, okay, Demp- Dempsey
0: to... Dempsey is coming back. I
1: figured. So so the gang
0: so I- the gang's all back together. Uh oh! Oh, hijinks are going to ensue, Russ. Hi, Jinx. Will ensue. It's, gonna,
1: it's going to ensue, man. It's
0: interesting because I I really like the first Enchanted.
1: I did too, and it, I can't believe it's
0: as old as it is. Two thousand seven, man. Yeah, that's jeez. Yeah, I mean it's it's crazy. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But no, yeah, I do think that uh, there's room for a gr- room for experiment with the you know the world of Enchanted, just you know fairy yeah. tale things coming to the real world. I like all these actors for the most part. Um, so, and this is something they want to do. I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. I think that it could be fun. Sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've seen worse, so you know, we, we can always we can always do better. So, yeah.
0: Uh, next piece of you're talking about. Well, we have some DC news coming up. First of which is, it's, actually, it's all cast. Actually, first of which is the Flash. Uh, it was announced a couple of weeks back that Billy Crudup would not be coming back for the Flash movie.
1: Yeah, I saw that. That was kind of kind of off putting. Yeah, of which
0: I mean, it kind of sucks because of the, I'm not the biggest fan of Billy Crudup. I think I think he's fine. I think he's a good actor, but
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, he's good enough. Yeah, yeah
0: he's good, but but I, I, you know, I did like the scenes he had in uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, where they did pull out of his. I, stuff
1: did, I I did too. It was again, and that's why I, I like a lot more of the explanation of these characters. Again, we'll, I
0: mean. well, we'll we'll get into that. We'll, we'll have a whole whole day <laughs> about that one day, but uh, I do like the replacements because first of which they did announce that. Well, first of all, they did cast Nora Allen that's uh, going to be played by let me find the actress's name. I uh, gonna be played by uh, Marie Ver- Verdu who played uh, Mercedes in Pan's Labyrinth. She's, that's right she she's, oh, she's, 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 she's playing uh, she' be playing Nora Allen Barry's mom. Henry Allen though I think this is a great cast because and it because out with Billy Crudup, in with Office Space's own Ron Livingston.
1: Which, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm such a fan of him. I always liked him in, in whatever he did. I thought he was such an underrated actor. Absolutely. Um, uh, just, just good, you know what I mean? Just solid. I liked him in, um, he was in The Good Girl, I think, with Jennifer Aniston. I think you're I believe. right. Uh, he was really good in that one. I just kind of remember that. Um, but yeah, really good actor. Love him in Office Space. Fantastic. Oh, my, his, his,
0: performance, his performance in Office Space might be one of the most underrated comedic performances of all time. He oh, is- my God phenomenal
2: he is, he is excellent yeah. in that movie
0: and Off yeah my judge again. <laughs> an, actor, an actor who I've always an actor who I've always, uh, always liked seeing
1: yeah for sure things.
2: yeah
0: I like seeing him get a big movie like this honestly
1: yeah for sure to get him in there because like, like, he, he was in such like small little projects after like office space and like I said the good girl he just randomly appeared in he'll randomly appear in things and then it's like that's it that's all you get it's, it's kind of a shame but yeah hopefully this gets him some more some more work
0: but, yeah, uh, also, this is a great casting right here. Uh, Shazam 2, Fu- Shazam Fury of the God has found its villain. No, it is not Sinbad, but something that's maybe better, if not definitely better. Uh, we have Dame Helen Mirren coming into the fold. Uh, so Helen Mirren is going to be playing. Let me, see, let me see. Who is she playing? Uh, she's playing the goddess. I, I, I don't remember her name because it's not someone, like, from, like, directly from the comics. Yeah. Let me Let me see. Uh, uh, Hespera, which I saw, but I was like, who the hell is this? Okay, so she's, she's going to be playing the <laughs> daughter of Atlas, which Atlas is okay. one of the guys that Billy gets his powers from. He got the stamina okay. of Atlas. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, apparently that – oh, apparently um, apparently Rachel Ziegler, the girl from West Side Story, is going to be in this also. <laughs> and wow. her. they're going to play sisters who <laughs> – uh, I guess it's gonna be like the bad guys who should Zam Five, which is weird because like spoiler for Shazam, the, the final the finale or like the post credits in that movie hints that the next film's gonna be Mastermind, like a weird like genetically intelligent worm. Which I'm just like, okay, well, where's the worm? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> regardless, though, I love Helen Mirren. Oh, I do too. Phenomenal actress. Yeah, okay, one of those people who seems to get seem to get like like better looking as she gets older.
1: Oh um, man, she's gorgeous. Like I think she's gorgeous for her age, man. She I is, really absolutely. do. I mean, uh, she and but she's so sexy, like for her age, it's crazy how, yeah, kind of what you said. Like she's what she's gonna be what in her seventies,
0: uh, isn't she? I think you're. right. Oh, she gotta yeah. be in her S- 70s. 75.
1: She looks phenomenal. Honest to God, she looks phenomenal though. Uh, she but she's still sexy at seventy five. Um, it, it, it's it's crazy, but yeah, I I love anything she does.
0: But I like that she's picking now to kind of like stretch her, like you know, take takes some take some more fun, some more genre stuff, you know, because she's, She's in the Fast and Furious franchise now. Yeah, uh, she's doing these. Uh, it's or,
1: funny because I didn't realize to like later on. De- like, do you remember? Do you ever see the movie Teaching Mrs. Tingle? Uh,
0: yeah.
1: She was Mrs. Tingle. I had no idea. Like oh, you it was didn't one know? of those ones where you go back and watch it, and you're like, "Holy shit!" You know what I mean? Just when you like, because you didn't like when I saw it in the theater when I went and saw them. I, like I didn't know who Helen Mirren was, you know? But it's like funny, like when you go back and you see the people that you recognize in film, right? Yeah.
0: Uh yeah, no, I think that Hal is a great casting for this. Um For sure. I'm excited to see what she does in a superhero movie. Yeah. Something I'm even more excited for though. Uh we uh, again, when DC Fandom dropped it was announced that they're going to do JSA, so Doctor Fate was going to be a uh, Doctor Fate was going to be in a, a big role in the movie. Well, they have now cast their actor. Doctor Fate will be played by James Bond actor Pierce Brosnan. Nice. Uh yeah, I think that mm-hmm this is a great casting. So just let let me explain Dr. Fate to you if if you're not familiar. So Dr. Fate basically is, he's not really a person. Like, he's not really one person. So what happens is, there's this artifact called the Helmet of Fate. It's endowed with, like, this, like, massive power where, like, anyone who can put it on is, like, instantly, like, incredibly powerful. Okay. Problem is, though, the helmet is basically possessed with, like, the spirit of a god. And he, and once you put it on... You might not be able to take it off, so it's basically okay. like, it's basically like you're surrendering your body to this to this thing.
1: Yeah, you know?
0: and yeah, you need someone with you, know, you need someone with some real gravitas to do this. I think Pierce Brosnan is a great choice. Yeah,
1: no, I, I I'm I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, again, I'm Doctor. Again, well, I think the movie is still kind of unnecessary. Uh, I'm excited for all these new additions. Like again, also as well, well all this as Hawkman. I think it's a great this great casting. Excited to see what he does. Um, but yeah, again, th- unless I think it's unnecessary, I do think that they're putting a lot of characters that I've always wanted to see in movies. So yeah, definitely excited to see that. Uh, last story we're talking about today is uh, there was a new video <laughs> being a video game movies. Uh, there was one announced uh, a couple, not not long ago. M- might have been today or yesterday. Doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, so it basically announced that Chad Stahelski is going to be directing a feature-length film version of the game Ghost of Tsushima, which is actually a uh, game I'm playing right now. Okay. So basically what this is, is in this game you play as this guy named Jin Sakai. Uh, Jin Sakai is a, is a samurai warrior from the island of Tsushima. One day the Mongols come in like, hey, we're gonna wreck your shit. All the samurai try and fight back, but they're basically like all wiped out. Except for Jin, who is, for Jin and his uncle. The, the Mongols take his uncle hostage, so it's basically him trying, going around Tsushima trying to, you know, uh, fend off the Mongols, uh, reclaim his island, and save his uncle. Okay. Uh, which I think is a gr- which I think is a great premise for a movie. It's a great premise for a game. I'm really enjoying the game so far. The game is fantastic. Um, but yeah, I do think that this is an, this is one that I think that probably would work better in, in a long form series. But I think you I think you could do this as a movie. I don't think this is impossible okay, yeah. to adapt I mean- as a movie
1: yeah I mean, by the the sounds of it how you're talking about it, I mean, yeah, I can see that.
0: if you just focus it up to like the if you just like focus it up to like the story of him trying to like save his uncle and save the island along with that, you could do that. I mean we've seen tons of westerns that, that do that all the time, yeah, uh, so I think it's not I don't, I don't think it's like out of the question for this to be work as a, as a film adaptation. Chad Stahelski, though is, in, is interesting behind this because i I like that again, we don't know when this will happen because he's busy doing John Wick's four through seventy, but uh, I think that when he gets out, he's gonna have a lot of eyes. I, if he keeps it up, if the John Wick movies are still like as quality as they've been so far, uh-huh. he's someone who's gonna have a lot of work. Like, he still wants to do the Highlander reboot, which I think is a great idea. Uh, he still wants to. Uh, he's got this. I'm sure he's got some other stuff on, on the project. But yeah, I'm interested to see where Chad's the healthy go. Do you think he'll have a successful career outside of John Wick?
1: I mean, that's always the big question: can can you establish it? I mean, if, with a talent like that, I mean, it's, uh, it's kind of up and down. You know, it's kind of like a you know, what I mean, you don't know what you're going to get. It's, it's 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 tough. But I mean, I, I think with his body of work now, I don't see why he couldn't transfer that into it, something else. You know, what I mean, and being successful in it. You know.
0: Yeah. So I'm 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 exc- I'm excited for this premise, and both because he's someone who really respects. Like martial arts and kung fu, so he's not. So he know, he you know he's gonna like put a lot of work into these fight scenes. Yeah. So like, regardless, the fight scenes are gonna be off the chain. So. Oh, yeah. for sure. Definitely looking forward to that. And that's the last of our news stories. Actually. We now move on to the main event, the movie of the week. This is the Hunger Games: mocking Mockingjay. <laughs> oh, one more time. Right, also Mock. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. J. Yeah. Part two.
1: Yeah. Happy 100th uh, episode, too. Happy 100th. Yay! We, we did it. <laughs> we we got, finally did it. We got to 100. We, we got it. We're triple digits now. We're legit.
0: Woo! Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, the hundred, so again, this, these were... <laughs> this one, like we said, after the first one, uh, they brought in Francis Lawrence, who would finish out the series. The last three, though, were shot basically back-to-back. There's probably like a break between... Three and four, or yeah. between uh, I'm sorry, between two, between two, three and four, these are shot basically all back to back, and it's just at a time where, again, they tried to do the thing that Harry Potter and Twilight had great success doing, which is split the yeah. last book into the two movies. This man, there's a lot of dead time in these films. This <laughs> this was the franchise that killed that formula. Oh man. Well it, it, just, okay, it was it was a combo of this and Allegiant the next year. Yeah, it's just it's just so
1: just so much wasted time. We're not doing anything. You know what I mean? Like it, we'll obviously talk about, it, but it's just so much wasted time. We're just walking around and just it's just ugh, it's it's tough.
0: Yeah, this, this an inherent problem with this. One. We talked about how the last film just nothing nothing was really going on. Just like a big propaganda battle between the two and Kat yeah. is just talking about PETA every 6 seconds.
1: It takes you out of it though, man. Because like the second one, like how we said, is obviously the best one of the of the four. Um, so far, so just, far. We haven't talked about this one yet. So, so far, yeah. But well, we don't know. Could, could Mockingjay Part Two be the be the Good. different one, hey, the hey, difference maker here? Hey. We Look,
0: don't know. The first Harry Potter, pa- the first Harry Potter Deathly Hallows film, is just all set up, all build to the climax, and the climax of of movie two was basically all climax, and it was awesome. Yeah, so, I
1: know for sure.
0: Could yeah. Mocking Jay Part Two do the same thing? Not likely. I don't know. But we'll see. Fingers crossed. So like we said, the last movie didn't really end. It basically just stopped.
1: Yeah, I mean. We're done here. Kind of like like in a very abrupt. Yeah, it's just, it's, yeah. And it
0: it, it shows because this one literally begins right where that one ends. Yeah. Yeah, Katniss just got choked up by PETA. And she has her abuse marks on her neck. she She has her abuse marks. And, yep. you know, I will say, a film in this franchise, Peter finally gets a chance to shine in this one. Josh Hutcherson, who I've always thought was a good actor. He's a, he's a, he's a talented dude. This is yeah. where he kind of gets to stretch his acting muscles.
1: A little bit more, because I think the character's a lot different. I, he, yeah. He's like, he's he's wrestling with, you know, obviously, you know, being different and, you know, going back to being himself. So, yeah, I, 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 I'll I agree with that.
0: So, yeah, in case you forgot, because the movie doesn't want to explain it for you, uh Pete basically what happened to Peter is he was tortured with tracker jacker venom to basically like, evoke negative feelings whenever he sees Katniss, which is why yeah. the first time he saw her, he tried to kill her. Yeah. Uh the same thing's happening, she's still like everything he felt for Katniss in the first couple movies gone. <laughs> yep. No longer here.
1: That's where they should have played somebody I used
0: to know. <laughs> Didn't <nothing laughs> <got> cut me? <up. laughs> uh but yeah, so <laughs> Uh, this is basically the fi- the final days. They're trying to like you know finish like mounting their assault on the Capitol. Like they're gonna they're gonna storm the Capitol. Something yeah, I mean, that will have no negative connotation in the future.
1: Because the the movie last one was the longest running time, and we haven't done it yet though. But we're gonna get it done here, hopefully, right?
0: Yeah, but honestly, the f- the first like hour of this, for bulk well, of this, for like two thirds of this film, it's the same yeah. shit from the last one.
1: I literally wrote down the first bit of action. Literally comes in about an hour and fifteen minutes into this movie.
0: Yeah. Well, first of all, Gale in this film is starting to be an asshole. Yeah. Because he's he's because he is someone who like let's let's face it, he like didn't have very much character development in the beginning. But he kind of got what he was about. Someone who's like support cat is endlessly. Here he's gone completely turncoat. He's willing like we're going to do whatever it takes for the revolution because they're going to go, and try and get District Two on their side.
1: Yeah. I think it's almost like he knows he's in the friend zone, so he's acting like an asshole.
0: Yeah. So basically, the whole idea yeah. they're gonna like bomb these mountains, mm-hmm. and then try to like cause a cave, not cause a cave in, but like ca- like ca- like bomb, trap them all. Bomb yeah. these mountains so they have to try and exit through this like one exit, it's like like bottleneck them. Yeah, to a
1: bottleneck you. them into try to like actually trap, like trapping them without yeah. A lot of work. Yeah.
0: So, anyways, uh, they get all the people out of District, to- district Two. <laughs> and then like one of them has a gun, and like drop it. They, they, they don't. They don't. He doesn't drop it. They for some reason let like, Katniss get to within like two feet of him.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and and like okay, so the one guy pulls out the gun, and they would think that nobody else had a gun on him? Like I, I don't get it. He was the only one out of the group that had a gun.
0: Yeah, he. I guess the, I guess he was the only. Yeah. Well, he wasn't. But the, no, that's the thing. Though that's the, the, what I'm the, saying. The, the thirteen guys didn't bother to check.
1: Yeah, like, uh, you have guards literally right there. Like, how did, how did that, like, completely escape them? I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, but like, he's like, give me one reason I shouldn't shoot you. He's like, I can't. And he goes on this like, whole long spiel. I, the whole time I'm imagining, like, his finger slips. He's like. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was like, oh, my God, this is oh, so boring. Movie, over. I'm so bored. Like, uh, you haven't given me a definitive answer why. I can uh, bored.
0: But, 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 but then took a shot anyways.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is like, why don't you just have that guy shoot her and do away with that whole talk? Literally, you could you do the same thing. Yeah, I mean, the same thing. I mean, realistically. You don't need to explain, like, you know, why you need to be, like, you Why, already, you, need to, why you need to be united. Yeah. Like,
0: like, we, we why know. Why you need like, to be, like, we, we, yeah. know. we know. We know. We've been here for three you movies. We know. We
1: know, yeah. You're you're against what Snow do, you know, like, what he, like, pretty much. It's strange. Yeah. It's
0: strange. These, like, these last couple movies, especially, they, like, they, 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 they yeah, they somehow explain too much and not enough at the same time.
1: Yeah, it's kind of infuriating, Wh- while still managing to throw in a lot of dead time in there too, which is hats off. I mean, that's oh, it's, the it's talent, I guess. <laughs>
0: uh, we then we then we then cut to uh, President Santa Dick, aka uh, President Snowflake Donald Sutherland. We get to see his poisoning in action. He basically poisoned the guy. Who, what did he do again? I have no
1: idea. I know his name's Anton uh, Antonius. Antonius. No,
0: I I, I don't because he didn't.
1: Okay, because the way I got it was they were toasting to uh, Katniss's death,
0: death. But she didn't
1: die. Yeah, but she didn't die. So what? So that's his fault? Yep. Like, I don't, he, that's he, what he, I was thinking, He might too. have been
0: the one to come up with the idea of, hey, send a, <laughs> a Malnuric assassin after her. Uh,
1: that's what I didn't understand. I'm like, okay, so you're toasting. You're doing what Snow wants you to do because he's, like, talking about it. And it's like, ah. Uh, then you poison him. I'm like, yeah. I I was kind of scratching my head like that with – same same boat as you, I guess.
0: Speaking of which, remember in the last movie how Peta was be the only thing Katniss could talk about? Well, yeah. that's every character in this movie now.
2: Yeah, seriously. Because, like,
0: seriously, the way people talk in this film, you would think Peta is the most important person in this franchise. Which I guess it kind of is. I mean, but he's not as important as obviously the mocking.
2: Guy. He shouldn't like, be. It, <laughs> he no, should be. I mean,
1: like Katniss is the most important person in this in this franchise. I mean, obviously, but yeah, it's like. PETA, like, walks on water, apparently, uh, to guess. these other people, man. I, d- I just, I don't know. The way they talk about him, you'd think PETA
0: was the Mockingjay the whole time.
1: Seriously. Like, the way they really, like, constantly, like, so worried about him. It's like, dude, he's not, like, okay. Like,
0: I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, uh, we continue on. We have uh, Katniss's first scene with PETA since he got back, or since he's trying to choke her out. Uh, basically just trying to figure out, like, so we find out that like he had a bunch of false memories about Katniss.
1: Yeah, because they kind of like brainwashed him. Uh, we'll find out later, like kind of just brainwashed him into to you know thinking things which, that really weren't true.
0: Which, not I think about it, why don't they do this to all the winners?
1: That's the only that would make total sense though, like because then you really then, then it's kind of hard yeah. to what, what,
0: decipher what, what's this, real and what. Yeah, wouldn't this prevent this exact situation if you just brainwashed all the winners after they won? Then you wouldn't have to worry about a, a revolt. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it completely would make sense. You would think that that would be the way that they would do it.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, we get we have a wedding at of nowhere because, yeah, this movie's not long enough.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, oh, Finnick has to get married.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, but at that point, you'd be like, dead. Yep, oh, you're lining something up later, I bet. <laughs> just, you got so, you, just start just start riding your will now, buddy. You don't got you long just, left. Yeah. You know,
1: Oh, yeah. You're in for a world of hurt, man. I'm telling you.
0: Yeah. They then go to district. What, what, which one is this? This one? This three? Oh, my God. Did they go? Th- wait. Oh, the one that they go to. The one where, Gwendo- one where Gwendolyn Christie runs the thing.
1: Oh, they're going to um, two, isn't it?
0: No, no, no. Two two was the one where the guy held the gun to get
1: with- Okay, wait a minute. So they go back. Oh, my Lord.
0: Yeah, no. This, here, also, here's an inherent problem. All these districts look the same. That's the
1: thing. There's no like, obviously. Like they tell you. Obviously, we know. You know, Katniss. Obviously, is from twelve. Twelve has been destroyed. We we know that. they we, we where know they're, we like, know what
0: we know what they import. Like, we know like you know, twelve is coal mining. There's one that does like lumber. Two, yeah, There's like one that does. Two we know like, steel. The
1: capital has like their stronghold there, like their main. Yeah, so we know that. But like outside of like, kind of what you said. Like we three to three to eleven, we couldn't tell you what the hell makes one unique over the other. There's so much going... You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, there's not enough explanation.
0: There, yeah, there's, a, there's not enough distinction within these districts for us to tell them apart without, like, knowing what we're looking at. Yeah, like,
1: you know Hoth. You know Naboo. You know Endor. You know Tatooine. You know, like... Exactly. You know that. You have no idea what the hell's going on in these, In these, like... No, you
0: don't.
2: Like, they, they, just, yeah. they
0: stick you in, like, these, like, bland, like, ruined environments. <laughs> you can't yeah, tell where it, you are.
1: It, it's like... It, it looks so, like, run down. Like, every single... Th- Every single thing's the same.
0: Yeah. Well, basically, So basically, what happens is uh, they go to this one district run by Gwendolyn Christie, who has they have they get this hollow map of the capital. But what this is is the pres the president set up these pods all around the city. What they are, they're just death death traps all around the city in case somebody tries to go in and like, like wreck his shit.
1: Wh- which I kind of compared it to me. I just thought they were just like landmines. But apparently they can manifest
0: and do they, different things. They so, yeah. These, these landmen are like magic. They can do anything.
1: First of all It's which, like the Mystery Mario
0: box that you hit. Yeah, so <laughs> they're gonna be doing they're gonna be filming propos and doing it at the same time. Here's here's yeah. now here's where the big fuck you of this movie comes in. This yeah. whole movie this or this whole series actually, they're building up this like big war with the with the Capitol. Yeah. Where is that war? It happens off screen. Yeah. Yeah. The whole I yeah, yeah, and yeah, Katniss, yeah, and, another, none of, Katniss yeah. and nobody on this crew is on the front lines. They are several yeah. days behind them. So all we see is the, like the, the wreckage of what happened again, before.
1: Again, for that stupid commercial shit, which I think is so stupid. Like, enough. Enough of these infomercial shits. you know?
0: Enough, we got it. Enough, enough, enough of all this. Like, <laughs> seriously, this is, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, propaganda. Um, it's like all it is. Yeah, but... Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's it's really strange. It's kind of, it's kind of like, like imagine to was a Star, a Star Wars movie like without the war, like people just following like days behind. Or shit. And imagine, your best, yeah. In, ima- imagine if like in imagine I don't know like, in Infinity War, we didn't actually yeah. see them fight for the stones. We just saw yeah. like the aftermath of the fight for the stones. Like,
1: and and your best players aren't even in the game. They're not even starting. Yeah. Like they're like third string. So you're gonna have Luke, Leia, Han, Chewie, R two D two, and three PO. Yeah. You know what? You guys, like you guys. You guys, a couple. You guys, like, are a week behind. It's not a big deal. We have, we have other people. You know, it's like well, we're the main people.
0: <laughs> yeah, but anyways, so that so again, yeah, they're going through the capital trying to get to Snow's hideout. Uh, they bring PETA along, which seems not like, again not a good idea. Completely random, and and we, and we know
1: this though. We know this. Like, yeah. I don't understand where like we understand why would this is a bad think idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, like why why even it, it's like forcing. It's like forcing him in the movie, you know what I mean, just, yeah. just to put him in there because we have to have PETA, you know what I mean? I think it's too, I don't know, it just doesn't make sense.
0: There is a slight explanation for it. I don't know if it's after this year or later, but basically what we find yeah. out is, for some reason, uh, yeah. Coyne never wanted Katniss as the Mockingjay.
1: But she never, again, but the thing about it is, the third, the third movie, Mockingjay Part 1, you would never have got that vibe. You never got that vibe at all? No, not even like, not even like the least little bit.
0: Yeah, no. So, yeah, apparently she never wanted she never wanted Katniss the Mockingjay. The one she wanted to take out of that arena was PETA.
1: Yeah, again. For some reason. What, but again, yeah, again, everybody's, like, obsessed with PETA. She's not the, like, you would think PETA's, like, the main character. Again, it kind of almost, like, kind of crumbles down when Mockingjay Part 1 set up almost, you know what I mean? Julianne Moore's character never not liked Katniss, you know what I mean? Like, to me, so it's like you're completely undoing it again. I hate when... Like I just I don't know, we've had this conversation about it like this, this series un- undoing what it did, and I think it's kind of stupid.
0: Exactly. So again, yeah. they're going they're going they're going through. Bo- and Bog tells her all this. Mahershala Ali's character, basically just like, hey, look, uh, poor guy. Look, coin. Look, coin sees you as a threat. So yeah. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm gonna do everything I can to make sure you get you get to the end, because Wait, the, the, the whole yeah. the, the whole ploy the whole ploy is yeah. She wants to over- she wants to overthrow Snow so she can take power. And yeah. again, after all this speech, you you could just basically just 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 write the X over his face. We yeah. We?
1: So, well, we know you know because last movie you made the uh, the observation that he is he basically transitioned scenes. He is literally there for no other <laughs> he reason. He had a little bit more to do in this one though. I like was, a little really bit. Like he at least yeah. he
0: at least like did some badass shit. Like a little badass shit in this movie for like the ten minutes he was on screen. The ten minutes he's on screen. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, so they're going. Uh, they go they're going through they get to like these like, these like two like giant machine these type time machine and I will say these are actually some creative traps.
1: I will admit. That. It reminds me of the James Bond uh Goldeneye, Those ones yeah. those like burn yeah. things that are in those in his yeah. It's, that's what it really reminded me of.
0: Yeah, uh so they go through there. Uh for some reason that map didn't show in the
1: landmines. <laughs> again, that's the whole That again, like you have this device, like literally, it shows you. But then they, then, then the other part is, it's like, well, it may not show you everything. Like, it doesn't show you like new ones. It's like, well, then what the hell is the point of having it then? Like realistically, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. So uh, basically, so they're go, they're going through step, step on a step on a landmine. Uh, Boggs bites the bullets. Being, being the black guy, Boggs Boggs dies in the first <laughs> act. Uh, and that yeah. trick, and that triggers this other thing which is basically like like an oil slick. it was like it was like yeah uh like de- like poisonous like black tar or whatever I don't even know yeah, yeah we don't yeah, we don't know what this stuff is, but then yeah <laughs> again I remember again remember in the first couple of films pito was kind of a liability The like I nearly yeah. got people killed. Well, here yeah. he's a liability that actively kills people because literally he threw
1: somebody he threw their own person into the tar or whatever. Like, yeah, why is he with you guys? Like, like this why, doesn't make any sense. Why is he still here? Yeah. Oh, but I like how he snaps out of it. We'll talk about that later.
0: Oh, so, yeah. Again, we'll get there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they they go into this they go into this like like apartment building across the street. They they go, they go up like yeah. two stories. The tar just stops yeah. and it's like drains. Don't ask me where it goes because they, they don't bother telling you.
1: That's the other thing. It just it goes up to a certain level and then just stops. But the other thing is, okay, so you see those troops shooting and blowing up the one side. Why wouldn't they do it to the other
0: side just in case they were there? You know what I mean? Well, the whole thing – well, that does that, 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 that point that. So the whole reason was they did this because they wanted to make them look – they want to make them look make it, bad. They want yeah. to make it look like the you know the cat, like Canada was like an enemy, which again doesn't yeah. make a whole lot of sense because they already Capital already sees her as an enemy.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, and they want to do, and Snow wants to kind of like like not brainwash, but kind of give everybody like false news and and like saying, oh, well, they were killed in here, and this is this this is proof of them like getting killed. Which is no, yeah. Obviously, we know they're not. But Again, yeah.
0: also also makes no sense. Like, why would you want I mean, people to think they've been? I guess to get like, boost your pool rating. I'm not sure. <laughs>
1: yeah, I just it doesn't make any sense. Uh,
0: but anyways, uh, like I said, the they're they're believed to be dead. So they keep they keep moving on through the city. Uh, Katniss is now in charge of the Hollow Map.
1: Uh, yeah, because yeah, because Boggs like. Talked it over to her control or something like that.
0: Yeah, uh, we get another hungry montage. Yeah, like
1: fa- like again, fake propaganda, like that, like all these guys are like dead or whatever.
0: Yeah, uh, but then Coin interrupts, just like but Coin interrupts. I don't know if she really thinks Katniss is dead or she's like trying to fake it. Just like we're not going to let, yeah, she- we're not going to yeah. let her sacrifice be in vain. Yeah, yeah. It's like, again, it's just like it's just. It meanders so much that at this point you just don't give a shit, and you have, you still have an hour and 15 minutes left.
1: Yeah, that's the thing, like, because when Coin interrupts Snow's broadcast, it's basically saying, well, Katniss is going to remain the face of the revolution, blah, 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 she will not have died in vain, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, you know that she's probably okay, so are you kind of playing it off that, oh, well, she's dead, it's really sad that she's dead, you know what I mean? It doesn't. I don't know. It just doesn't really explain that. Uh, that's it's, it, the, again. That's the kind of like the fault of this, of this film. It's like that. not the explanation's never there for any of this.
0: Yeah, but you know, try, trying to find another route to the capital. they uh, are seeing they're fairly close, but they you know everything's got there's uh, pods like every ten feet to where they want uh, to go yeah. to the to the main uh, you know to Snow's to Snow's house. But then they have the brilliant idea of going underground, which makes me think. They have no pods
1: under here? That's the other thing I didn't understand. Okay, so I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Why wouldn't they have installed pods underground just in case they did find a way to go underground? You, have, you know what man, I mean? You
0: have an entire network of television. you you know, think, hey, we should booby-trap these.
1: Yeah, because it's obviously like the the clear shot. They could literally attack us from underneath. We should probably put pods there. Yeah, we, I should, mean, we, should, we,
0: should, we should probably do something about this. This this is unsafe. And on, But and on top of it, just not
1: not rushing the, um, but it's like you don't think that it's being like surveil like surveillance at all, like underneath.
0: I guess it's not because they don't seem coming.
1: But like that's to me that doesn't make sense. Like it's like oh yeah I don't know I just think that that was kind of funny they didn't think ahead like oh well they're gonna know where we're at somehow obviously you know what I mean.
0: But anyways they're going through they're going through these series to get more meandering talk Peta Katniss, Gale whatever whatever. uh, yeah, um, and then we get <laughs> these r- again, random, random shit they just throw in and never explain. First of, w- okay, actually, I gotta mention this. First of all, they have a whole thing where like, they know the underground tunnel because uh, Eldon Henson, uh, Fulton Reed, from Mighty Ducks, he used to be, <laughs> he used to work underground. Oh, he, he had this whole moment with his brother. I'm just like, don't, don't try to be a character now. That that ship yeah. is that ship is long sailed. <laughs>
1: That was three movies ago, man. You're you're good.
0: That was two. Yeah, like, that was. Yeah, you're, you're good. You, you missed your opportunity to be a character last movie. No. Yeah. You said you're, you're good, man. Uh, but then like they get another random ass tra- these. I can always describe these things like killer powders.
2: Yeah. Like, I don't the, even know. Like
0: dem- dem- demonic pow- demonic powders from hell. It or, almost looks
1: like kind of like uh, a little bit like I, I got uh, the creatures from the descent.
0: Yeah, descent. Kind of you get a little pale man from yeah, from uh, uh, Pan's Labyrinth.
1: Yeah, kind of a little bit like that. Yeah, that's of the total vibe I got. Though
0: the question is, what the hell are these things?
1: Uh, again, no, they're just random. Like nobody explains what the hell they are, and yeah. they're so out of place in this in this in this world.
0: Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't know what they are. The the director um, of. I forgot the actor's name. Oh my god, and I, have, I have such a crush on her too. Shit, Natalie Dormer. Natalie Dormer and some other dude get uh, they, uh, they get pinned down. So you think they're dead? Uh, Finnick. So they're fi- they're fighting these things, and admittedly, it, it, it's an okay acting sequence. I mean, it's it's, g- it's a good way to kind of you know, keep, keep you invested. But
1: you with the Finnick scene, you could totally see what's happening by the the, sh- the camera shot.
0: Yeah, I, mean, you know. I don't I don't know where the fuck he comes from in this movie. No, no, no idea. Yeah, uh, Finnick comes in to save the day. Uh, the other two somehow survived. I don't know how. Yeah, no idea how they how they survived. They climb up, and uh, oh, what a surprise! Finnick is getting ripped apart by powders. Especially with that
1: shot, man. That shot of like, like the camera's aimed down on him climbing up. I mean, you totally like, know he's no, done.
0: Like, nope, you're dead.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, we got it. Well, we
0: had <laughs> to marry you off to kill you. Help you, help you, help you. Let a chance again. Sorry you didn't get to go on your honeymoon. Well, he did. No, he did. He, cut, he got cut short. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, Finnick, Finnick dies. Okay. And yeah, this is the scene. So they, they emerge from the sewers, uh, first of which they go into the, like, the series of tunnels, which yeah. I guess this place has traps because they have like lights that can like disintegrate you. Yeah, I, I don't know. And that's another problem with this film. Like, these dudes die? These people die at random? Yeah. But, like, one of them, like, dies or goes missing. It's like, these people, these characters are fucking blank. They're so blank that, like, one of them dies or goes missing. It's like, which one was he? Yeah, again,
1: it, because you're not, it's, it's almost like a Dunkirk syndrome. You're not, you know, you're not invested in it. You're not tied to the character. Like, I feel a little bit more with Finnick because we've actually known Finnick. You know what I mean? Like, these other people, these miscellaneous people that you put in, I don't know who the hell they are. I don't
0: care. Yeah, at least at least like with Her- like with the Deathly Hallows Part One, when characters die, we spent like several movies with them. We didn't, yeah, just, so they've already they were introduced their in like one of the last two movies,
1: and like forcing their way into the film. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, like <laughs> I remember like there scenes seasons where it's like I
0: thought that dude was dead, and who was the dude who died? Yeah,
1: yeah it's like you need high my name as tags in this movie because like yeah. nobody like it's 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 completely crazy.
0: And the, so yeah, they get they get out of the underground. And they go to the the home of Tigris, this Tiger lady. I'm just gonna stop uh, you right there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They meet a tiger lady in this movie, yeah. and like at this yeah. point, you're like you know now no movie no, you can't get this out. Explaining cr- this. The,
1: okay, this is yeah again another thing. But then I, I guess let's go back and talk about the whole thing where Katniss kisses Peta. And it, and it like like completely snaps. That's what I was trying to get. Oh right. And like it just snaps him out of it. I'm like, what? Yeah.
0: You know, the, the whole okay. Okay. We'll, yeah. we'll get about the tigers in a second. But yeah, the whole movie, Peter is like, you can't trust me. You need to kill me because I'm a liability to this mission. Yeah. All you had to do was kiss him. Like that's it. Like, that's it. That's all you had to do. Literally, really? that one kiss, and he's cured the rest of the film.
1: Yeah, but you wouldn't have kissed me if I was trying to kill you, right? Ha. Huh. See? You know, it's like, come on. I, like it's just. I don't know. It, it's really stupid. It's like the kiss was almost like the magic antidote that could kind of switch Peter around. I'm it reminded me
0: of uh, remember that remember the kiss from the end of the first It movie.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Where where Bev
0: was hypnotized and yeah, yeah. Remind like, me of that. Like,
1: just like really, it's like come on, really? Like you're gonna do that? Like again and just not explain anything? Like I don't know. It's just it's I don't know. This movie just confuses was, the was, shit out of
0: you. But Speaking of not explaining. Yes, they go to a they go to a, lady, a tiger lady's house, which just and does the movie try to explain who this is or why she looks or why she's like a half human half no. cat hybrid no
1: the only reason why like she makes a side comment where it was like oh yeah um something about her being too pretty or something you, like you, I, you I like she was a
0: designer in the in the first games i guess first, and, yeah
1: and like she she was so pretty then or something like that so it's like almost Snow punished her because she was so beautiful i don't know But i don't, it, r- it's I don't weird. remember whose person is i don't know what happened her yeah.
0: like this the movie doesn't even attempt to explain yeah. it
1: like is this some weird fetish that you have? Like it's I don't like,
0: movie. Like no, it no. Looks, It's creepy though. It's you super need, creepy. You need to explain this like right now.
1: Yeah, like because legit, we're walking into a horror. This is a horror movie right now.
0: We are we are in the middle. We are in the middle of cats right now. Yeah, we're legit in the middle of cats or sleepwalkers or sleepwalkers. Probably sleepwalkers. <laughs> take it. Take your pick. Yeah. So. They're still going. They're still going on. And now Snow has issued an order for all remaining citizens of the capital to, you know, come like come over to my house. I'll bring you shelter, give you food. We'll wait. We'll wait this whole thing out. Don't, be, don't, worry, don't, don't, about don't worry. about him. it. It's a lot of food. Yeah, a lot of food. <laughs> so Kat is just like, you know what? This is my chance. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in in disguise with the rebels. I'm gonna sneak in and gonna wreck his shit. It's like,
1: yeah, you guys are wearing hoods. Like you guys are so noticeable. <laughs> just
0: like, you, yeah, you, like you, you think no one's gonna know the two like Jedi looking motherfuckers walking walking up the snowhouse? Yeah, house? it's like everybody else is just
1: like you can see their face and stuff like that. Come on, and yeah. of
0: course, uh, there's probably nobody. They're actually checking faces as they go in.
1: Yeah, you can't see these people literally walking, then turning around, going back. Oh, oh shit! Then turning around again. Like you, can, you don't see weird behavior at all in any of these lines. Like it's literally, it throws a huge red flag
0: on them. Yeah. So you think they're about to get got, or are they are about to get in a fight. But then what? something happens. First of all, they start taking away all the children, putting them in one section. You're like, what is happening? Then you see a capital ship start to, like, die-bomb these packages on them. Packages? Uh, <laughs> Turns out they're bombs. Question mark? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from optically, it looks like Snow is, for some reason, bombing his own people.
1: Yeah, which makes no sense, again, like, because you see those those little parachute packages or whatever, and you always associate them
0: with good, you know what I mean? Well, actually, we didn't forget to mention, first of all, like, Rebels rebels attack at this point, which is why it looks yeah. like, which is why it looks at least semi-plausible.
1: That would make sense, though, because the Rebels obviously don't, yeah, you, it's pretty much like the Resistance. Like, you you understand why they're fighting it, yeah, I, I get that, yeah.
0: Yeah, it looks like Snow's, like, look, and it looks like Snow's about, like, bombed his own people optically. Not to mention, Prim is there. I don't know how she got here. And she's, like, all the way in the front?
1: That makes no sense whatsoever. Where did you come from? Yeah, and and on top of it, Katniss is going to randomly find you out of, like, the crowd of, like, all these people that are marching. There's no way.
0: Yeah. Uh, She gets saved. remember Remember how, like, the one big choice Katniss made in this franchise was saving her sister? Yeah, she failed. <laughs> glad that worked out. <laughs> yeah, that uh, bit, she, she should just had her go in to the to the game because that girl know? explodes. And is is the thing I'm trying to think about right now. Uh, up to this up to this point, did anything Katniss do even matter? Because if you think about it, no. the only thing she really did in this entire franchise was volunteer for her sister. Because,
1: and and I would say and and kind of got people a little bit more motivated to combat Snow, I mean, maybe. Yeah, I but she, she was a figurehead. But in, terms of,
0: in terms of, like, doing yeah. stuff, what no, is she, that's, what is yeah. she doing? It, 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 it feels like everything she does was completely superfluous to the entire frame. Because if, if you think about it, the revolution wasn't set up by her. That was Coin and Plutarch. Like, yeah. she's not, she, like, she wasn't fighting. She's expressly told not to fight in these things. Yeah, she, she was third
1: string. She wasn't even in the game. Yeah, but they wanted to use her. They wanted to use her as propaganda. a face, but like, uh, I,
0: like in terms of in terms of like you know, actually getting in and doing shit, yeah. she doesn't really just really do anything, does she? No, no, not really. Yeah, not, nothing she does have any, has any major consequences, and that continues towards the end of this film. Yeah, and, we, and we'll and we get to it. Like I said, Prim dies. Uh, the day is I, I guess they won again. Battle okay. takes place here- off screen.
1: Yeah, and, 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 and by the way, all of a sudden, they captured Snow. They never showed it. They never showed it. No, like I said, t- tell, tell, don't show. That's why, like, when they were said, oh, yeah, we, we, we captured him, like, to be executed, I'm like, well, what the hell are you talking about?
0: Yeah, so basically, they got, they got Snow, and you're just like, hey, yo, I'll talk to about, to sur- back to about to surrender, but, uh, you know, <laughs> we, I didn't have any of those bombs. Nah, that was a girl coin. We're just like, what? You hear they're just like, wait, What? But again, you're thinking, okay. Obviously, he's going
1: to say that so he gets his life spared because that's how his character's been the whole time. You know what I mean? Say one yeah. thing, do the opposite. I mean, so to me, Katniss should just be like, "Oh, this guy's—he's lying. He wants me to think Coin." You know what I mean? Thing
0: is, though, he, he wasn't lying.
1: That's, that was the truth. No, but like, but to me though, if you're basing it upon what you've seen from right. the first three, movies you would assume he's going not, in and out. You would assume he's not telling yeah. the truth. No, because Coin—I mean, Coin hasn't shown that she's. You know, um, she's not like she doesn't. She's not doesn't have that arc that she's going to be a you know a, a bad character or she's gonna she's gonna flip flip
0: the script on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Until yeah. Uh, until until this next scene. So Coin is trying yeah. to resu- resume power in the Capitol. and her first big piece of legislation is we're gonna have another Hunger Games. What? The, yeah, they called it a uh, symbolic Hunger Games. I'm like, yeah, what? Basically, gonna be all kids from the capital, and it's like. Bitch, didn't you just see what we did in the last 75 years?
1: It's like, we played that already. We've done that. That's literally why we're here.
0: Which, here's what I thought about this. So I know people call this book anticlimactic. People, like, people who even like, who like this franchise think there's yeah. a problem with this book. So I think what, what you needed to do is have, well, first of all, have the revolution take place much earlier. Like sh- Yeah. well, no, like, here's, here's what you do. In the first movie you have that be the fight to overthrow snow. You end with that overthrowing snow.
1: And and with that then then take it at the beginning of part two, start with that. Well no well no.
0: Is that what you, you mean? You start well, well kind of. Well, you start with you start with this and then in part two you have everyone who opposes coin thrown in like, Hey, we're doing the Hunger Games. And then you have yeah. a, then you have something we haven't seen before. We have a Hunger Games where nobody wants to kill each other.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that, that and you have more time to actually explore that as opposed to this. Like, like this, you're you're setting this up literally with like what, like twenty five minutes left in a movie.
0: Yeah, this like this is this is like what you need to really take like heart to the word adapt, as in make changes to fit a cinematic fit a cinematic vision. Because as yeah. it stands right now, this conclusion is fucking boring.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense at all.
0: Yeah. So anyway, they, they have a vote. Most of most most of the winning tributes are just like, "What the fuck? No!" Yeah, yeah. It's like dude, we've we've done that already. Like, no. Uh, but uh, it passes because Katniss says yes on the condition well, that she, she gets to execute Snoke. And that's the only Snow, reason why she's voted. Snoke.
1: for No, st- same thing. <laughs> same thing. It, does, it
0: doesn't fucking matter.
1: <laughs> Snow, Snoke, same thing. Um, yeah. So obviously, Haymitch signs with her because because uh, we have that we have that climatic. Oh, it's three three, and Hamish has to. He's the he's the decider of what's going to happen. Obviously, he's going to side with uh, Katniss. So yeah, it passes four three that they're going to do the special Hunger Games or whatever. But just so that she can execute uh, Snow,
0: so, yeah. So we get so to, we get the Snow's execution, Uh Katniss decided to flip the script. Like first of all, Coin for some reason is standing right in the open, <laughs> right behind it, it, him.
1: It's basically saying, "I'm here for the taking."
0: Yeah, right behind him. Katniss like nails her with a, I, what looks like a fatal shot to the boob. I don't know if that shot would have killed her. Yeah, I
1: I, I don't know, but you
0: know. yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone else kills her with her with everyone else has to kill Snow with their bare hands. But here's the weird thing, like the symbol of the revolution just murdered <laughs> the leader of yeah. the revolution.
1: That's the other thing, like and again, so it's basically. But I like the idea that it starts this. Pretty much, where it's like the crowd pretty much rushes Snow to kill him, right? But at the same I, time, I like, like that, I, that aspect, like no,
0: but like nobody says anything about this.
1: That's the other thing, and there's no like, yeah, it's like, dude, she just like, yeah, it's like, eh, did we really just do that?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, coin coin is dead. Snow is dead, and again, Cadenus Katniss, actions once again have no consequences. Yeah. Now this last scene, this next scene is interesting because this is actually supposed to be. So uh, as we all know, Philip Seymour Hoffman tragically died. I see. I February 14. and I figured
1: that's why they threw this in here. That's what I was thinking. Well, no, I was actually this, scene, bring it
0: this scene was actually supposed to be. It was supposed to be Hoffman in this scene. He had like two more to film, but they, but they,
1: they, they did the letter instead. Is that that was take place? That's what I figured.
0: They did. So yeah, like he was supposed to, okay. he was supposed to give this whole like spiel to Katniss, but instead they had that's like Hamish read the Heymich, read the letter.
1: Yeah. I, I figured that was I was actually gonna bring that up. Which, so which I, Plutar, that makes sense.
0: Which is Plutarch being like, hey, yo, look, I understand yeah. I understand what you did and I think you made a good decision. I can't be seen with you though, because you know, I got I got, I got a reputation to keep up. But yeah. I think you I think you're good. Yeah. But again, uh continuing theme of the cat is having no consequences. Uh there's going to be an open vote for <laughs> uh there's gonna be open vote for the next leader. It's gonna be that uh that black that black woman we saw a couple times in the movie. I don't remember her fucking
1: name. I don't remember her name either. Anyways, that one. That like, lady.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's looking like she's going to be the next president of the cap of the cap of Pan Am. And when she does, she's going to grant Kat as a full part. So again, no consequences. Yeah. Uh. Uh. We see we one last scene with Effie, played by the Banks, who was weirdly sidelined in the last two films. Done whole lot. It. I guess she doesn't have a whole lot to do, but of kick a little bit of ass. Come on.
1: And you see the hologram of like Philip Seymour Hoffman when she's getting sworn in. Do You notice that too. I did, but also like yeah,
0: yeah like her and Hamish have a kiss, which is like were you guys a thing? Did they, did they skip that? Did they skip that part of the movies?
1: Yeah. Oh, who uh, Hamish and uh, Effie, Effie have a kiss? Yeah. Okay, a kiss.
0: that makes sense. A kiss, like they kissed they kissed before. Oh, they a
1: kiss! Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you said they had kids. No, they totally. It was like, it wasn't like it was like a, like a friendly kiss. It wasn't even like, yeah.
0: It was. It was. It was strange, but. Uh, yeah, it so would, would. it should be winding, it should be winding down, right? Why are there still twenty minutes left?
1: Yeah, because we have to we we have to have we have to show like this reminds me uh, the, the, of obviously what we revisited last year, parts of the Caribbean where you have to force this. You it know what I mean? This the and, it, it and just Twilight keeps going. does it too, and Twilight does it too. Twilight does it too with, yeah. with like the, the the children and stuff like that.
0: Uh, but anyways, so Katniss goes back to her house. She flips out at a cat, which is. <laughs> Hilarious, which is,
1: and she totally like misses throwing that thing at. Her. So he, she can hit arrows, but she can't hit which, the cat. Which, like,
0: great, great acting on that cat's part because that cat does not move. He didn't flinch. That cat's like, that cat was like, bitch. What you want? Nope. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, best movie is basically, basically his cat is hanging out exploring the new district twelve. Uh, Pete is back. He's like, because yeah, where else was he gonna go? Yeah, that, that, again, he's just there. He's like, he's, like, planning.
1: He's just there planning, like, whatever. Yeah.
0: We see that Finnick thankfully got to pass on his seed <laughs> before, before, he, before he died. Uh, Anna had his kid. Uh, yeah, like I said, the new president gets sworn in, and Peter and Katniss, I guess, the confess their love for each other, because, you know, like, I, Katniss, goes to, Katniss goes to his room, and he's like, do you love me? Was that real or fake? You love me. Was that real or fake? He's like, real. That's real. Like, okay, if you say so, movie. Yeah, I don't
1: know. It's like yeah, because you've 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 conveyed other other words on the on, on the you, screen. You, you so have shown so, yeah.
0: us other things. Oh, we also have to mention this shit. So, <laughs> the reason this happens is because uh, when we find out that Coin was responsible for the bombings, we find out that Gale was in on it. Yeah, again, that's the other thing that you're like, what the hell are you talking
1: about? So that's why. So that, that's the only reason why they put that in there is to have Katniss's character
0: hate Gale. Pretty much. Yeah, and he's like, goodbye, Gale. And then basically, so, like, we're done. Yeah, yeah, it's I'm like, ch- uh... I'm choosing... That, really? Like, really? You're, yeah. choosing, you're choosing cake boss over a Hemsworth? Yeah, it's I mean, like, oh, well, maybe, well, now I have to beat it because you're bad. He got, maybe he got your sister killed, but have you yeah. have you seen those abs?
1: Yeah, it's, like, so stupid that they introduced that, like, small little thing in there just to get them, like, you know what I mean, to hate each other.
0: But like I said, yeah, uh, P- Peta and Cadditch reconcile... Again, off screen because we don't see any of their budding relationship. Like, we cut no, to like, se- just we cut to several years later. They have yeah. two kids, one of which I'm pretty sure is Asian. <laughs> so, so,
1: yeah, I, I, yeah, I wasn't. I don't have no idea.
0: That that, that baby looked Asian to me. It maybe it was just to me. A little bit, I can see it. But yeah, it's just like, oh, yeah. I, I know, I know, th- I know you have nightmares right now, but you're gonna get. It's gonna be okay. Cannus looks I don't know what anything right. has to do with anything. I, mean, I guess it's all PTSD, but it's like why are we talking about this? Why are we like, talking about with, with, a, ba- with a baby?
1: Yeah, it's like it's pointless to talk about it. It's like, well maybe the baby won't have nightmares. Like it, why it, it, why are we it, talking it, about it?
0: it? Maybe you're just hungry. Maybe you're just hungry.
1: Yeah, maybe just wants a bottle, just like or whip your boob out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, just don't worry about it, you know?
0: Uh, yeah, but uh, Candace looks right at the camera and then the Hunger Games franchise ends. So And I
1: th- and I think we could say this is the worst of the four.
0: I think Mockingjay part 1's a little worse, but
1: Really? I don't know yeah. cuz like I feel well,
0: <sighs> These are I bo- don't know. These are both bad, but we I guess we can both all say yes. Catch- Catching Fire is the one good one.
1: Oh, Catching Fire is absolutely the one good one and then the the, the, the second best one's obviously the original.
0: Yeah, one, like... they would teeter between these two. Two is pretty good, one's okay, and three and four are just bad. Because the tone, and again, we
1: said that in the last review, you know what I mean? It's the tone, it's just everything about it. It completely shifts. There's a lack of explanation. It's like somebody went in there and just kind of like spliced these scenes together, and kind of what we were saying and picking apart in this movie, it's like, you don't get the answers that you're like thinking that you're going to get. It's like, well, when did they capture Snow? Or like, you know what I mean? Or... Why? How did these like these like uh, monsters come from? These creatures are come from un- underground. Like nobody explains them; they just show up. It's like no it's kind of an- weird. No answers,
0: yeah. no satisfying conclusions. No, yeah. satis- no good climax. Nothing. This just ends. It ends. It ends with a real whimper.
1: It does, and it's it's sad because like there was such promise after uh, Catching Fire that we really were like in a we were swinging it in a really good direction.
0: But yeah, I guess overall thoughts of the franchise is. Not man, eh, not great.
1: I mean, it's middle of the road because yeah. we liked obviously two of out of the four. Um, the second one, obviously being the best out of the four films, I it's okay. I mean, it's uh, I, when it when it hits on action, it hits. But like, there's too much. There's so much dead stuff in Mockingjay yeah. Part One and Two. This, too this, much. This, this didn't need to be part two parts at all. No, you could have made it one, but make it like a three hour runtime. Then, if you're gonna do it, like, don't yeah. you know, don't drag us around for what four and a half hours yeah between the two films yeah
0: about there yeah yeah but yeah that was the hunger games uh what a what a movie march this has been russ
1: <laughs> yeah i mean what a way to uh to wrap up march man with another series that we've, we we took uh, undertaking to watch and uh yeah i'm interested in what, what's going to happen next march
0: uh, and that's gonna do it for us here on on this episode, Russ. Do you want to give our plug before we head out?
1: Yeah, you can find us on Facebook, Notorious by Chance, is the Facebook group. Go ahead and get involved there. We'll be putting polls up again now. They're obviously, that uh, our March, you know, our March Madness is over, so you can find us there. Um, also, go ahead and find us on YouTube. Uh, Notorious by Chance is the the name of the YouTube channel. Uh, Chance has been putting some top five uh, content on there. We're gonna start putting content on there too, him and I, with uh, reviews here. Um, and don't forget to again, that Love Again Media. Go ahead and check that out. Uh, if you're just tuning in now, go ahead and, and go back to the beginning of it. We, we talked about Love Again Media, uh, you know, sponsoring the podcast, which we're really, really thankful for. But go ahead and check that out. And if you use the uh, promo code Notorious, you guys get ten dollars off your first purchase. Can't beat that. It's a win-win situation.
0: And if my Twitter and Instagram, chance was underscore 91. Check out the ShmoDown where I'm a movie tribute Schmodown competitor. Uh, we just had, as of today, our Battlefield, um, Battlefield event, which was really interesting to say the least. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, that's going to do it for us here today. Tune in next week where we have our regularly scheduled programming. Until <laughs> uh, then, that's Russell. I'm Chance, and we'll see you next time.